Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hi, it's Todd. How are you? All right, listen, here's the deal. Um... Sometimes I say I swear to God, but I, for comedic purposes, but I'm lying. But whenever I say to George Carlin, that was our oath that we would never break that trust with you. So to George Carlin, I don't know why every week we go, oh, we're going to play some of the sketches. And we forget. Next week, we will do it. We picked a few out. Um, don't send any more. Uh, some of them, they were funny. Some of them, the quality wasn't good. But it's just a lot of work to go through all of them. So don't send any more. But we are going to play a few next week uh, in the show with Tom Wilson. Okay? So that's it. But I don't know why I keep forgetting. It's not a bit. We're not, we're not thinking, oh, that'll be funny. We'll keep doing it. We get, no, 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 no. I promise. To George Carlin. So anyway, that's it. Um Enjoy the show. That's the only reason I did this pre thing because I feel like shit that I keep forgetting. We keep forgetting to do the sketches. And by the way, it's not that we just keep forgetting to do sketches. Even some of our own stuff we forget to do. And I'm like, can you believe we, we didn't read emails again? I, I don't know what it is. But anyway, next week we're going to do some sketches and then we're going to do some uh, – we're going to play uh, – we're going to do some of the emails and stuff. Not that you, you might not even give a shit. I don't know. I just feel bad. All right. So I feel better now that I said that. Enjoy the show. We had fun. Here comes my jingle. Now entering Nerdist.com. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Comedy Central presents... Oh my God! Sounds sounds like a real show. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip, high atop Black Horse Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. Oh my God! What is this? Oh, I like it. What is this? What did you do for me, Chris? Welcome to Todd's world. Oh, oh. Come on. 
on in. Won't you come on in? Won't you come on in? See, he doesn't speak in singing. You think singing lessons? I guess. So you're supposed to sing along here. Fade this out. Fade it. Fade. Nice fade. Step into my heart. Step into my heart. Maybe when Gary gets here, we'll we'll do a sing-along. All right, here we are, folks. Our guest today is going to be Gary Goldman, but he's not here yet. And uh, that's just okay. We started a little early because I want to rip through some stuff. What are you doing over there, Chris? Well, but we started the show. I'm going to go nuts with you walking around. I'll wait. Oh, you think mm. he would know me, right? Wouldn't you say that? Like, and by the way, well, he thought is, he did. This is my, this is my, but, but it would be like if, uh, like if I was getting a massage at my house, mm-hmm. and then he came over and he goes, "I know how clean you like it," so he vacuums while I'm getting a massage. Well, no, I know you. I thought you'd like it clean. Well, I do, but I don't want you. Why is he coming over? It's when all you're good. Getting a massage because he found out I was getting a massage. He thought I bet Todd would like his house clean. So I better go over there and vacuum. And vacuum. Yeah. Right. But Chris, by the way, Chris, uh, Chris, how do you say your last name, Chris? Burden. Burden. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know, Chris does so much stuff for the show. I'm not even joking around. He he does so much stuff. I realize it today, and obviously he doesn't get paid. Well, I don't know if you knew that, obviously, but um, because Andrew, what? Now it's all me. Oh, you thought you, were, you thought we paid at the end of the month? Well, he does get paid. What I mean is very little. We can bleep this he out. Gets people paid an experience. Thank you. But he does a billion things, and I know when things go wrong. This is the start of the show, everybody. I know when things go wrong, you get teased a lot. It just seems like, you know, when there, when you know the sound effect doesn't come on. But I appreciate everything you do, and it's it's a lot of stuff. No joke. Chris does a shitload of stuff for the show, and I appreciate it. Katie, I always thank you. You know that. But um, so Chris, I wanted to make sure that I. I wish you had something to plug, Chris. Uh, I'll, I'll find well, he's got this show he's working on. Yeah, yeah you're working on the, <laughs> on the show. It's the Todd Glass show. Uh, Sounds like fun. Yeah. Talk about it off the air. So anyway, uh, Wayne Newton. Talk about No, I, I will talk about Wayne Newton real quick because I said – remember I said I was going to talk about Wayne Newton? Oh. I, I went somewhere. I forget where – I go places. I don't know where I'm at a lot. But anyway, it was uh, like, oh, some mountains somewhere. Michigan, I think. And and the people we visited um, live next to Wayne Newton, and then he took us out on his boat, and we stalled. This is the Wayne Newton story. It doesn't. It's not even a big deal. You're on a you're on a boat in the middle of a lake with, with Wayne, Wayne Newton. Newton. Yeah, and the bo- the boat stalled. Boat stalled, and he radioed it. By the way, just so you know this story, I get it that it's a stupid story, but I mm-hmm. plugged it like five weeks ago. I went next week. We'll talk about Wayne Newton. I forgot all about it. Oh, anyway. okay. So what happened? I didn't. So, so it's just you and a bunch of your well, no, friends. There was like five of us, six uh-huh. of us, with Wayne Newton, friend of a friend's, and that invite us to this house. My friend Andrea, a few other people, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, he radioed for help, and like ten boats showed up. Yeah, and, and then like, somebody told you. No, they helped them start the boat. But then I realized the they reason did? the reason ten boats show up is because. You know, matter most people know who Wayne Newton is. You know, plus, so like when he signs off, he goes, "Donkey Shane." <laughs> Look at you. You know Wayne Newton's songs. For helping. Um, Donka Shane. But anyway, first of all, I want to see Wayne Newton. I mean, I feel like I should, but, but that's not look? the point. How does he look? He looks great. He does? He looks great. And I realized he talks about you know Frank Sinatra and all those guys taking him under the wing. And I thought, geez, like he's the baby. And he's 75. So how old are they? And I figured they're dead. They're all dead. So to be younger is to just to be alive in that group. Yeah. That's but true. anyway, I shouldn't. It sounds like I'm being disrespectful to him. I'm not. He, he looked great. 
and, and a nice guy. Like, I've heard of Wayne Newton since I was little. Vegas, everyone's like, you got to see Wayne Newton if you're in Vegas. You know me. Mm-hmm. Engelbert, Wayne Newton. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, no, I'm with you. I saw Tom Jones. It, well, Tom Jones is awesome. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, when, when we needed help, he came. Move back from that mic a little. You look like you're, you're ready to, 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 to interrupt any second. <laughs> um, so uh, just with anything, by the way, you're like, oh, uh-huh. okay, Wayne Newton. All right. Okay. Got it. Eject. Um but I realized the reason people came so quick to help us is because everybody, if you're a Coast Guard or you're sitting around and your job is people like Wayne Newton needs help, screw it. You know, they, mm-hmm. they go out. So that was my Wayne Newton story. <sighs> I'm not even going to say it's boring because it's not. That's a great fucking story right there. Yeah. I should stop this well, show right he, now. What, what does he wear? Why are he you talking? Out you're literally talking like as I'm wrapping up. I feel like uh, you're doing this thing. I know. Because I, I, I see looking in your paper like, oh, as okay. if you're ready to move on. I have more Wayne Newton questions. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for – I should have let you interrupt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what, 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 is, what does he wear when he goes on a boat like is he wearing sweatpants or does he wear a the tuxedo full, like, he wears a t-shirt tuxedo t-shirt you know the one where it's a, he's lit he has a spotlight he has a spotlight in the middle of a lake <laughs> he had, well it looks like we're gonna be uh, stuck here a while hit it Doctor <laughs> shame oh i could have gotten reverb right there it would have been great so anyway um that's that tweet by the way if you're listening to the show uh follow me on twitter because that way i'll let you know you know yeah how me. many followers do you have on twitter i don't know about forty thousand, thirty-three thousand. Oh, you do yeah, is that a lot? Yeah, compared to you, it is. All right, and do people? People should follow you too. Yeah, yeah. I have there's there's a lot of thousands of people that listen to this show. I have like two hundred follow. Uh, it's okay, followers. It'll get better and better. Yeah, and then also. Um, uh, I don't tweet a lot though, so either do I. Either do I. But you know what? I figure the people that follow me know that I don't tweet a lot, but they know if I've had. Some people go, "You can't just plug dates." You know what? Sometimes I just say good night. I don't know. I'm in a mood. I'm getting in the bed. I go just good night. Sometimes people tweet back the nicest things. You know, they're like mm-hmm. cool things. Uh, mostly all positive. People are really mm-hmm. cool. So people. Yeah, as, I hope you night. I hope you have nightmares, asshole. <laughs> no, nothing ever <laughs> like that. People are pretty cool. And then, um, so there's that. Um, we're going to read some emails right now. Hey, we all. Also have a Facebook page now. Yes, that's oh, the other thing. Let's get Facebook, the numbers going on that. Facebook.com slash Todd Glass Show. And we're gonna put some pictures on it this yeah. week of uh, of this show here. Like just people what does it look like? What does Katie look like? What does Daniel look like? What does Chris look like? Well, you know what I look like, of course, because I'm a celebrity, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so um and then Jeremy, right? Jeremy is uh, helping us with our wall because eventually I want to start shooting stuff here and I want the behind us to look nice. So Jeremy came in today. Daniel just unplugged his headphones. I'll fix them for you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Is that good? God, you're starting to... Are you restless? No. No? Maybe I am. I have restless face syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything for that? I'm actually really serene right now, but But my face looks like I'm really perplexed and late. How good was it to find out that that restless leg syndrome was a thing? Like, I used to go... What do you mean? Like, you used to go, what the fuck is wrong with my legs? I didn't know how to tell people. I used to go, you know, it's weird. I was laying in bed last night. Like, I was so tired, but my feet weren't. (laughs) So now I say, I know what this... And I know some things to do. Uh, Sharif... By the way, last week who came in and did um, uh, You Make My Pants Want to Get Up and Dance. Yeah, he has a Twitter, it. by the way, twitter.com slash Sharif Music, S-H-A-R-I-F Music, okay. Sharif Music. So that's good. And then, um, you know what I realized? We're not gonna we're gonna bring on an expert, oh, Katie. Now, first of all, we're gonna have a special show where we bring on someone. I want an expert to come on. I know I just had two half sentences that knows how to get the clutter out of your life. Like... Not not be a dick because sometimes people go. I'm tired of the bullshit in my life, and they're the bullshit in their life. But 
When you really want some serenity and you have some chaos around you, it all comes back to you. And I bet there's ways we're going to do it. What I say is you don't want people in your life that know how to make – they know how to make – they know how to turn lemonade into lemons. You know those people? Mm -hmm. Hey, they can take lemonade and turn it into lemons. They're the people you want in your life, Mm -hmm. right? And, uh, you know, just give, like, an example. like what? Like, hey, I just got a new, I heard you got a new gig. You're writing on a new TV show. Yeah, I got to get up at 6 in the morning. Great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, how about that script? You, you had a script uh, set uh, up at Warner Brothers. Yeah, I sold it, but now they want to rewrite by Monday. Ugh. Um, well, there was a lot of money, though, right? You, you made, like, uh, 200 grand. You know, the more money, the more taxes you got to pay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so there's that. That could be a book. How to make... Is that a joke? Someone says, I know how to... Uh, what did you say? Nothing. That's all right, Chris. You can say whatever you want. You do so much for me. You and the jingles. Go ahead. I think that was a joke you say. I know. That's why I'm trying to make myself. I'm trying to quote myself so I make myself warm. So I say something five weeks ago, and then I re-say it a week later or five weeks later. And I go, yeah, who, who said, said that? that? And then you go, Todd, you said that. Huh. I go, oh, my God. I'm really getting around. All right. So there's that. Um, by the way, this is a this show is like... I mean, people say it. I don't know if it's true. They, they, they're comparing me to a modern-day Oprah meets Phil Donahue uh, uh, and then somebody else that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, we'll, we'll fill it in in post. Mm-hmm. You know what would be funny if you did fill it in in post? Oh, um, Oprah meets Phil Donahue meets... Well, I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So, um, But I have a trick I'm going to pass on to everybody. You're having people over for dinner, right? Make, make note of that. Make computer voice. Yeah, put computer voice in there and post. Whatever that was, about 10 minutes. And we'll think of uh, put in – well, we don't want to tell people who we're putting in, but it'll be someone great. Well, they, so, they would have already heard it. No, they wouldn't have. Oh, yeah, they did already. Oh, hope you enjoyed it, whoever they <laughs> thought of. fun? We'll take a break, you cocksuckers. All right, so listen. So um, you're, order, you're having people over for dinner. Now, a lot of people have done this. The first part isn't the part. And I don't want you to make fun of me here. Well, you know, you're pretty good with this. So you have people over for dinner, and you don't want to make food. So a lot of people, they don't even hide it. You order some food from a restaurant. When it gets to your house, you take it out of the containers, and you maybe throw it in some nice Mm -hmm. bowls and throw it on the table. I have a better way. Mm -hmm. What you do, at first they're a little confused, but they'll get used to it. After you do it a few times, you bring it. There's a little pizza place down the street from me, and they make, like, reasonable Italian food. But it's really good. You know, they have lasagna, Mm -hmm. ravioli. I bring my bowls over to them. Mm Mm-hmm. I go, here you go. I go. They go, what time do you want it delivered? And I tell them. I say, yeah, can you bring it at 5? So they knock on the door. Here they go. The lasagna is in your bowl. And you're sitting down already because what you do is you just make a salad. And, you're already, and you start the meal. Yeah, you're sitting down already. So what happens, the worst that happens is you're 10 minutes in the salad and the door knocks. And that's okay. They put the food on the table. Or your salad's already done and they come 10 minutes later and you just talk and drink and have fun. But the point is they bring it in. They put it right on the table. Take the tin foil off of it. Throw it out. And it's like they delivered food. In nice bowls. And it's envi- environmentally conscious. I never thought about that. You're not using endless bowls. Well, That's like an go. infomercial. Are you tired of using endless bowls? <laughs> hey, I, or, acne's, acne's out, clean skin is in. That's what I heard. <laughs> is that what you heard? Yeah, acne's out. Because oh, acne uh, was in. I, when I went to school, acne was in. Me too. Yeah. Oh, uh, the kids that had pimples and the, uh, and the, and the. Everyone wanted to be them. I know, and now it's not in anymore. Yeah. Clean skin is in. I know. Coffee face Tommy. That's what I wanted to be. Oh, I hated I had bad. I didn't have horrible acne, but I used to shave so bad. For whatever the reason, I was embarrassed to admit that I was shaving. So my dad goes, do you need a razor? I'm like, no. 
but I would borrow his, and I didn't know to warm my face up. So I would freezing cold razor, sometimes with no sh- shaving cream even in the beginning. Oh. I thought I could use some like... What are you, like six, seven in this n- one? Well, I did start shaving early, but it was in high school. And I one day I, was, I knocked on my dad's door. I go, Dad, I cut myself shaving. Can I stay home from school? He goes, you're not staying home from school because you cut yourself shaving. When I say I cut myself, it wasn't oh, one. I, it, I can't hear. Oh, I can't hear this. Hold on. It wasn't one major cut. Oh. It was tiny little cuts oh, okay. all over my face. And then I had an idea I would take baby powder and put oh. it on it. No, it didn't sting. Well, a little bit. It probably was so bad. It looked. My dad came into my room not to tell me anything. He already said I'm not staying home from school. He just came into my room and he goes, hey, he goes, oh, my God, what did you do? He goes, you, you can stay home. Like, that's how bad oh, it was. Anyway, man. I don't want to talk about that any longer. So there's the order the food. Um, today has been about a, a remarkable day for me because I realized I know because I looked at some old calendars for taxes mm-hmm. and I had the, I am, you know, we've talked about this. I'm pretty even spirited. Oh. I get angry. I get Are sad. You tell us how much money you made last year. Yes. Is that wrong? <laughs> no. Um, I talked about this with my friend. I don't want to mention his name because he might be embarrassed that he does it, but I was as even tempered as I am. I, I would get frustrated over little stupid things. A lot of times it had to do with organization. Like if something happened in the middle of the day or somebody called from my family, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I, w- I would get frustrated because I want things to be organized. Mm-hmm. Financially, I want them to be organized. I want organization at my control. parents' you house. Like, you, you like the feeling of control. Not even control in a, in a, in a, in a Nazi-ish way, but just like I like well, things organized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why does, that, why does control have to be just right away to Nazi? Well, because that way I can say I'm not like but that. But like, like, like in a way, I know what you mean because I think I have some of that where it is organized, but it is also, if you look at it as a part of something bigger, it is a way to have control something is to organize it and know exactly where it all fits. It is a feeling of control. Yeah, I like to have control, yes, over yeah. my life. Yeah, me too. But other people, like I can go over somebody else's house. Um, I have uh, my friend Andrea, who I mention a lot because she lives above me, mm-hmm. and uh, we bought our house together. She, um, she, Her parents live in... Uh, Ventura mm-hmm. and their house is chaotic mm-hmm. and I love it. Everything about it, the dog barking, I think we played it on the first show mm-hmm. and um it's I just love the chaos at, at their house. But in my own home I don't like it. But anyway, I used to crush phones. I used to like get so upset I would just crush a phone or bust my phone. I would get angry and throw my cell phone and I didn't want to do it. And um I stopped it. I just I all I had someone say get this book when anger hurts. I'm not a good reader. I think I read one paragraph, literally. Someone said, mm. at least read. And it's so temporary. And once you let it pass and you don't do it, it's like smoking. You get used to not doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of myself. I thought, oh, yeah. I don't. I Habits are like cables. We lay one down every day, and then soon they can't be broken. Do you want to be quoted for saying that? No, I mean, someone else said that. I'm just recording that. Is that a good quote? It sounds like cheesy, that quote. Well, it's kind of true if you think about Say it. Say it again. Habits are like cables. We lay one down every day, and then they can't be broken. Like quit with smoking or with working out, you know, mm-hmm. if you like work out just once a day for a little bit, you know, eventually it'll become your routine. Or smoking, right? Quitting, not smoking or smoking, it's the same way. You just do it enough days in a row, and then eventually that becomes right. your thing. Well, I did quit smoking too. I sound like I'm a wreck. Well, you had a heart I, attack. Oh, you don't get credit for quitting smoking after a heart attack. Well, you know what you? you do because a lot of people – sure, of course you do. Do you? Well, there's a lot of people that have heart attacks and still smoke. Ah, idiots. Anyway. So anyway, I'm sort of proud of that, that I just moved past that. Um, and then um, real quick, I saw – I'm not going to go out and say, a, you know, ironclad the way I feel, but I, I've been peeking at Saturday Night Live, and it was funny. 
the other night. So I'm tempted now to watch a little more and hear what my friends say. Do you, have you watched it lately? Yeah, I like it. There was some really funny stuff, a lot of funny cast members. It was exciting. Kenan Thompson makes me laugh. I don't know all their names. Uh, I know some of their names, but I don't know all their names. But some of them that made me laugh. I'm, but now I might, you know, uh, start, uh, what do you call it? Um, I might start... Um, TiVoing. TiVoing it. So, all right, I sound like a moron. All right, so we got all that out of the way. Um, I still need someone to cut my mom's lawn in Philadelphia. The guy, it's not working out. Uh, he's great, but he's too busy. All right, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. Okay, um, SNL... Do you We're think gonna a lot get a of lawn maintenance guys listen to the Nerdist podcast. Yeah, you know you're su- you would be surprised who listens. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I'm always surprised when I look at the people that follow you on Twitter. You think you have an image of um, everybody that goes to uh, the meltdown or the UCB. That's in my head. But you know what? When you look at your Twitter people that are on you on Twitter. Sometimes when I'm bored, I, mm-hmm. as you as you casually. Yeah, tell a story, yeah, I, people yeah. figure it out. Like, oh, you look at all the people that follow you on Twitter? Sometimes. Mm. Um, it's everybody. You know, like when that kid sent a letter in, Seth, from the military. And by the way, later today we have a jingle for him. Where do you hear it? It's, it's a good one. Um, you know, people in the military. Meh, you know, meh, meh, what are you going to do? All right, so we got all that. Hold on. We are going to, we're going to, um, by the way, I saw another episode of Toddlers and Tears. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. If later those people, those kids that grow up, and then they're troubled, you know, like mm-hmm. if they find out that, in fact, yes, there were there's a lot of those people that did that. Not all of them. There's some people you just mm-hmm. think it's gross. They do that. But that's where it stopped just at this horrible thing and doesn't look good. But that doesn't mean they molest their children. But what if later they found out, oh, yes, there was a definite it coincided. And then all these kids are going to go. So the world watched this on TV. Which lawyer filed the class action suit? Because I want to thank them. Nobody. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing that we're never gonna hear, right? I don't know how much damage it would could, could or would cause. I don't know, but here's the one thing for sure: you're never gonna hear forty years from now. Oh yeah, do you know the uh, the president? Yeah, it's funny thing about her. She used to be on Toddlers and Tiaras and on A and E forty years ago. It might not be the beginning grounds for a healthy, intelligent child. Okay, yeah. So we're we're almost at seven. Hold on, seven o'clock. Gary Goldman. Okay. Uh, places, everybody. <laughs> Gary Goldman texted me. I'm here, places, everyone. So Gary's here. So we're going to take a minute. Toddlers and tears. What I'm saying is if I was only allowed, if I wanted to, if I was only allowed to investigate eight people for child molestation, mm-hmm. I'd probably invest eight people to do that to their children. And by the way, again, I'm going to say, does that mean everybody? No. If, you, if you're, you know, but I'm saying I only got eight. I may as well start there. Doesn't, I, I'm surprised there hasn't think- been a lawyer. Here's my point, and then we'll move on. I'm because we've talked about this before, and yet yeah, does bother me because I'm surprised a lawyer hasn't filed a class action suit that says, "Yeah, that's enough." You know, on the cover of People magazine, it says, "Gone too far." Like really dressing your daughter up like a whore from a movie. That's well, anyway. I, I'm, I'm moving on. Okay, here's the last thing we'll talk about. Then we're going to go let Gary in. Um, last week, the show with Mike Komen. Now, look, maybe I overreact to one person. They said, "Oh, we love the show." Here's what I think happens when people listen to a show, and I want people to like the show. When I say it's free, that doesn't mean I don't care about the show. It means it's free, so I want to do a show that's great, but I like it. It doesn't mean I don't care about the show. It doesn't matter if it's free. I still want it to be a great show. But sometimes what happens is people listen to eight episodes, and they decide they like the show, which I'm happy. I want people to like the show. I never want to come off as someone that doesn't have an appreciation for the people that are listening because as cheesy as it sounds, I fucking really do. Live performances, this show, 
But that's so what, true. what happens is they listen to five or six or seven episodes, and then they decide, oh, that's what your show is. So then when you do something a little different or it turns into arguing, they go, oh, no, 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 that's not what your show is. Well, no, no, this show will develop. The only thing that I was unhappy about, Mike's a great friend, is that he was arguing just to argue. That's, that upset me. But guess what? It happened. So it happened. It was part. And I think if you're a part of, again, as cheesy as it sounds, the family, yeah, you go, you know, that's what happened. Todd wasn't thrilled about it either. Either was Mike when he got up the next day. But that's part of having a show where you try to be in the moment. Sometimes those things happen. And that's what happens. And that, 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 that's why we aired it. That's why we aired it. I wanted to. I thought, should I not air it? No, it happened. But, but, you know, I wouldn't have mind if the whole show was more serious. Some people go, no, no, your show's not se- Your show's a lighter show. You're silly. You don't do that. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. So that's what the show is. Whatever it is, is what it is. Um, so anyway. Put that on a t-shirt. You're right. So anyway, all right, so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to bring in Gary. We're just going to have, we're not going to really have an after show today. We're just going to have one long, fun, silly show. So Strap anyway, your ha- after, fucking selves in. After all that, I said that, then I go. But today's just going to be a fun, silly show. There's nothing really serious I want to talk about. And we're going to play some of the uh, sketches later today. We don't know what's on Gary's mind, though. It could be. Yeah, no, he'll, be, uh, we'll, he'll be in a great mood. All right, so I'm we're going to... I'm so ta- excited. Can I just say this? I'm so excited to talk to Gary. He's one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite people. Gary's fun. Yeah, Gary's fun. He's like, he's one of the... the yeah, I, we're going to take a break. If you don't know who Gary Goldman is, if you have been, you know, unfortunate enough not to know, go Google him right now. We'll right. be right back. All right, hold on. You want to you be right back? You want to plug one of my dates through a jingle? All right, there we go. We'll be right back. Todd Brooks is coming to the D.C. Improv. Okay. Yeah. You wanna... He's going to be there October 14th, 15th, and 16th. Uh-huh. I said Todd, Todd Glass going to be at the D.C. Improv. He's gonna be there October 15th, 16th, Todd Glass, yeah. Elliot in the morning, Elliot in the morning. Todd Glass is gonna be at the DC Improv, yeah. We're starting over, everybody, because Gary's here. I wanted to hear the opening. He loves openings. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. That was Conan. Who Gary's doing tomorrow? The entertainer, entertainer, Jimmy Tom Kimmel. Glass, everyone. Okay. Well, that's I like what Gary. I do when I'm Shh, listening don't to the podcast when I'm, when I'm doing the show. Yes. When I'm at home. Don't interrupt him. Comedy Central presents the guy who introduces Glass. Comedy Central. <laughs> well, you're good. You're on fire. From the beautiful Las Cienegas Strip, high atop Blackwater's Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. Jimmy Kimmel guy. Oh, okay. Everybody, listen to the words. Listen. Listen. Can we have some reverb in our mics in case we sing? Now he'll talk it and then we'll sing it. That's the way I start. Welcome to Todd's World. Oh, Won't, you it. It. Won't you come on in? Won't you come on in? I think I will. Miracles, I guess. Miracles, Miracles I, I guess. I love it. Still just happen have, now and then. Still happen now and then. Just take it in, everybody. Step into my heart. Step into my heart. I just want to hear Leave Todd's world again behind. one more time. Leave your cares behind. There, they're going to say my name again. Welcome to my world. Welcome my world? Shut it off. I told him to say Todd's... Hello? I told him to say Todd's world every time. All right, Gary Goldman's here. He's doing Conan O'Brien tomorrow, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I heard that's a happy set over there. 
I, that's what the I, word I've is. I've heard the same thing. I have I have a friend over there, Brian Kiley, who you may know, who's a writer mm-hmm. over there. So yeah. I, I've been looking forward. I've never... That's the last show, I guess, that I've... Well, I haven't done Fallon, but I... Yeah. I, I, I just so hear I from everybody that it's happy happy show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. It's, okay. I haven't done a late night show in a while. So. It's fun, isn't it? It's so fun. I've always said it's like it's your birthday. Everybody calls you that day. <laughs> Everybody calls you that day. You get a little treat. Sometimes people give you a little gift. Uh, is, if you're in a relationship, your parents I, are bet nice you to you. The, I bet you that's the only time you get a little sex. <laughs> no, no. Oh, in the, in the crowd today, I say in the crowd. Well, besides uh, Jeremy, who's going to fix our wall up, we're going to take pictures before and after, put them on the website. So if people have a job they want to use Jeremy for, they'll, they'll uh, be able to see the... I know you're going to do good work, too. Blake Wexler's uh, just hanging out today, and also um, his friend Chris from Philadelphia, both from Philadelphia, went to my high school. From Fluffy. From Fluffy. <laughs> now, you graduated, Blake. How many years apart are we? Uh, what, what is it? Five. When did you graduate? What year? Honestly. 2007. <laughs> so I graduated 2000... 2002. Two. I think, I don't know. Who cares anymore, right? I move right on past it. Who gives a shit, the right? The thing is, is on the night before Thanksgiving, you're still young enough that you can hang out at the same bar that Blake does. Thank you. That's how it? It, that's how it works. There's that's, different groups at the different bars in the Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving, which to me is a better night than Christmas Eve. No, you're right. That's a night. It's like when you go down to the Jersey Shore, every age is hanging out. Yeah. But here's the advantage of being a comedian. I mean, or an actor or anybody. And maybe I'm uh, telling too much right now. But the, to me, the best thing I thought about being – one of the good things about being a comedian – uh, is that you can go to any bar you want and hang out and not be a loser. <laughs> like if I, I always go to a college campus and I walk into a bar, or especially after a show, then you'd be like, hey, and you, everything's great. But if some other guy my age does, hey, I remember when I used to hang out at Smokey Joe's in Philadelphia and some like if a 35-year-old guy walked in, we're like, who the fuck is grandpa? All right. What about a professional athlete? Is he allowed to oh, do yeah. that? Oh, of course. He's not. Well, not if he's – And I'll tell you why. Not if he's going to try to get laid. I rem- Ooh, maybe that's the thing. There was a guy try. who played for the Bruins when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And he probably wasn't even 30 And he would come to the college parties And, and maybe it was just because we were jealous But the, all the guys would be like Oh god, that's kind of sad What a loser Yeah. Oh, You know what though, me it's after a show So everybody's there and it's yeah, fun yeah, yeah. You're right, you know what, that's a really good point I think it depends, because I've been with shows with a lot of people Where they'll go next door and there's people from the show And sometimes you're like, oh that's cool, they're having a good time You're right, but then it depends what your motives are And how sleazy you are exactly. I think if you're sleazy, yeah, you're right You're like, ah, oh, look at him, it looks Yeah, you know. it's unbecoming but yeah, do you remember the moment where you realized you don't, you can't, when you do a college show, you you, you can still go to the bar and meet them if they're old enough, but you can't go to the dorm anymore. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> remember, like, remember the last time you got you got high or, or had some beer I'll in tell a you dorm? What, you and, had a different career. You were actually their age when you were doing the college. Yeah, I, I was probably 25 or 26 so i already felt creepy i uh, always felt i never old. did i, I always as much as old. i can i as still soon go. as i threw that through that hat that you wear at graduation in the air <laughs> i felt creepy around anybody who was still in college i don't i don't want i like a mixture of friends i don't want to hang out with people that are no i know you know, I know. you're, well you're a young me. soul i'm a schmendrick yeah, but you could if you wanted to you like that hat Anyway, <laughs> that's what I died on the word. Okay, so so we have that. I'm good. Look at me. Everything was so smooth. People are listening. Everyone's happy. Hey, by the way, if you're on the fence right now, you're a new listener. I always say this out of insecurity. I hope you're new and you're like, oh, it sounds like fun. But if you're on the fence right now, I'm just helping you. I do not want to come off as a jerk. If you're on the fence and you're like, but you're leaning to it, just stop listening. I'm telling you, it only gets worse. Good for you. And I'm helping you. And I don't for mean you. that. If I thought, it's not like, I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck. 
Matter of fact, I give a fuck so much. That's why I'm saying this. I'm paranoid. There's someone out there going, what's this? And now they're just listening to hear how bad it is, maybe? Well, to be fair, it's probably not going to get worse. They're trying to get ammunition. I know. It's I know. kind <laughs> of where it is. It might get... No, no, I don't think it's bad. It's the paranoia. I'm wor- For one, if you said, Todd... If there was only one guy out there that was thinking that, or girl, would you still say it? I go, yeah, because I want him to be like, oh, my God, he knows. All right, I don't want to spend any more time on that. So here's what I want to do. I'm, I have a real predicament. And a real, what do you call it, Gary? I'm in a real predicament. Dilemma? A dilemma. A situation? Oh, by the way, we're going to talk. I can't. I want to play this first, but then I want to talk about when me and you stayed in a bed and breakfast. And oh, healthy. my gosh. I forgot we did that. <laughs> I was hoping we could talk about that weekend because it was so much it, fun. It, it, so, but it, but I'm, I'm Sounds a, like I'm, it. I'm having a... Because <laughs> you were there. Look at Blake Wexler over there. Anyway, I know he's happy if I mention his name. Anyway. <laughs> by the way, does everybody know that... Over the first few episodes of this series, I kept calling calling you and telling you that you weren't mentioning me enough. And you were mentioning things that I was at, and you wouldn't even mention me then. You were talking about the that pilot we did with Sarah Silverman and Henry Phillips, who you mentioned, then you didn't mention me. And I was I, I was apoplectic. I was screaming. He goes, I'm gonna, I was afraid he was really mad. He goes, I said, I will destroy you. <laughs> you start fucking mentioning it. And the next week, didn't we do a... Did you hear yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Goldman. Oh, Gary yeah, Goldman. Yes, Gary yes, Goldman. Yes, Gary yes, Goldman. Yes, oh, Gary. Yeah, Gary Goldman. Oh, Gary, Gary Goldman, Goldman is funny. Gary Goldman. Thing about Gary really. Goldman is he's funny. He's fun. He's nice. Always he's ready to do bits. He's just great. All right, enough. I have a problem, and uh, I don't. I haven't really had that many guests yet, but they're st- they're starting to call. And I don't know I've heard that. I've people, heard people, that. I saw it's Sarah Silverman the other night, and let me tell you something. How about something. Brian Regan? He sounded. Why wouldn't you have him on? What I'm going. going on don't get there? me wrong. When I say there, I'm I love Brian Regan, I love Sarah Silverman. I'm just not. I'm starting to. I want to have a well-oiled machine. So she sees me a few nights ago, corners me. Hey, how's the show? Oh, come on. Oh, is that awkward That's or what? A, then she leaves a message last night. I think she's a little angry. If you don't fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again. Because we're done. We're done. And don't play this on your. Don't play this on your stupid fucking podcast. Whoa. I don't want four people and your mother to hear it. Oh. Oh. That's not nice. That's, that's just, that's just me. We, we get a lot of listeners selfish, selfish, self-serving piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And you the know what I'm going to hear from you? When you need something. Whoa. And guess what? I'm not going to be available. I don't pick up the phone for you anymore if you don't call me back in the next 11 minutes. It's very specific. I'm sick of this. Alright, take care. Take care, though. <laughs> it she sounds wants you like to take she, care. By the way, <laughs> it's hard not to laugh at that. Take care. <laughs> it sounds like now back into the character here. Um, is there anything good that can. That I just feel. Is there anything good out of this day? Has it been more than 11 minutes? Well, I, since you, get the you think we should call? No, these messages no, that these I'm getting. People, I mean, people want to do. Wait, the what show. are you saying? That's hold a, on, hold on. Good. I never even looked at it. I think you're going to say what? What? People want to do the show. That's a good. People want to do the show. This show is that popular? Yeah. Shut the fuck up! No, no, it's true. Oh my god! Get the fuck out! I mean, you could, Gary. You're get supposed the, to both. The bit oh. is you both feed me, and I act like. But the, the the audience knows. They go. You know, Todd makes them do that. Like, but I go. I never thought about that. The show is that popular. <laughs> Gary, I mean, I just looked at it was these people are calling me. It's a problem. But do you agree with Daniel? I think that it's 
what is that expression? A good problem to have? Yeah, yeah. Champagne it's problems. A good, it's a, a di- oh. No, champagne problems is usually the, the year and make of the champagne. Uh. But, but what I find... Is it's a good problem to have? It's because sort of the like, hey, popular. hey, I'm I'm uh, selling a CD and I can't keep them in stores. You know, I can't keep true. them in stores. Yeah. That well, Gary, that's a good problem to have. I never looked at it. If that you got to have a problem, that's the problem to have. I never looked at it. Where you got Zach Galifianakis? It's a hard name to remember. <laughs> and Brian Reagan, they, the guy who doesn't know any of the more popular my, comedians. My brother, he asked me to leave a funny message on his machine. Uh, Roger Dangerfield. <laughs> hey, how you doing? All right. Oh, Rodney's. He calls that's him. a fun game that we play, Todd. Yes. Oh, Rodney. Where I take Rodney's act seriously. Oh yeah. Oh my God, let's do that. Where I call you. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Um, we have, we have to talk about that weekend at PJ Ryan's. Where did you meet? Uh, Bed and breakfast. Yeah, where did you meet uh, Gary Daniel? Well, we Seriously. met on a um, thing where he's not. You're not doing the bit. Um, you obviously met in no. a weird place, so now you're trying to get on the same page. But where we, did you we weren't meet? expecting that somebody was going to ask us, but we yeah, met doing like a horrible job. Oh, the but real, you, the truth the, is, uh, no, no, for real though. Hold we on, let met. me set it up again. Please, this is not fucking chaos here. This is a goddamn show. Okay, no. I almost got this show taken away from me today. I heard about that. <laughs> I read about it on on uh, Variety.com. No, Todd Todd called me today in tears, and uh, he must have misinterpreted a, a conversation or something because he was like, "My my podcast was canceled." And who, I, who gets a who, who cancels a podcast? <laughs> That's sad of your podcast. That's like someone your stand up got canceled. Yeah. My your stand up yeah my my, con- my stand up act got canceled. So where did you two meet? No, for real though, we met at a uh, thing with 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 the well, girl with the with the kaleidoscope eyes. Yeah, at the clinic. We met whoa, the clinic whoa. with the eye. Whoa! It sounds like you both don't know where. I'm going to make this goddamn bit work like if it was at my house. <laughs> there was a gal. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold we, on. We had a mutual guys, guys, friend. We met at a, stop, at a stop, dance. Stop! It sounds like you guys are making an excuse here. No. You're saying one thing, he's saying another. Did you meet an embarrassing situation? No, no, no. Where? Stop! We stop. Uh, you, you're wasn't, asking me. I'm telling you. I'm Daniel, telling you. What it wasn't had. directly related no, no. to comedy, but Guys, it was but involved. Yeah, with I'm gonna have to shut your a, mics out. I, I'm really serious. Not you. Where did you meet? Well, it was there was, it was a place a birthday, that we would both frequent. No, 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 it seems like you guys met at maybe a weird thing or something. You shut the fuck up, Gary. I know I love you to death. Daniel and Daniel alone, where did you meet? 1998, we were at a... Uh, when we went to the dance. At the dance in 1998. Dancing. Uh, the mutual friend of ours had a the dance. Mutual friend. It wasn't a dance, but there was dancing. I mean, at some people Halloween, chose to dance. Halloween yeah, party-ish. Like music. All right, guys. Blake, how do you think? Did I get that bit to work? Did I? I tried, didn't I? You did it. I think it got there. You guys are funny. You're fun to be with. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I? All right. Can I? Can I? Get, no, can I no, give no. a genuine account? Because yeah, it's a cool know, story. Well, how long is it? All right. You know what? <laughs> I've been gone one week. I, you're, and you you make me feel like a stranger. Okay, hold on. You have you have two. No, I don't want to rush you. Go ahead. How did you meet? Do you remember? You probably don't boring. Remember this. I, I was, it was no, a, no. I'm just kidding around. It was an open. Boring. Mic. No, no. I'm just kidding. 
Boring. No, no, I'm just kidding. I don't. You know, I wouldn't want you to do that to me. So go ahead. <laughs> I swear to God, I won't do it. I swear to George Carlin. Okay. Uh, it was Steve a. Steve Zone. I had just started doing comedy. It was like 2000, maybe 99. And Gary, you were already doing stuff, right? You had a special, maybe already on Showtime, or yeah. you, you had just. You yeah. were like the guy. You I had, had a half left. hour special on Showtime, which Todd was the warm up act for. Uh, and now he's got met. his own podcast. Maybe. Can you believe it? <laughs> 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 who would have ever predicted that the guy who warmed up the audience for me would have his own podcast and I'd be a guest on his podcast? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is, <laughs> isn't that wild? Who would have what if the you were serious? Have turned. Hey, what if your career was that bad that you were serious? You're like, oh, my God, look at him with his podcast. Who would have thought? I put these it? on my resume. You do. <laughs> I put these and retweets on my resume. Uh, I like it. And don't well, yell. You, you kind of have to now. Lucky there's a family guy. Hey, lucky there's a man who positively Reverb. can make you laugh and cry. That's not bad. That's okay. He's I like it. the family Guy, and then I always thought at the end he should go. He's the Family Guy. Guess what you just did? Wouldn't that be you fun? made it into the fucking opening of this show, you cocksucker. <laughs> That's what you just did. When you put out the funny, I respect it. Wow. What Get if I was that clip. angry about liking comedy? You know what you just did? <laughs> you fucking then made it into my goddamn opener. Oh, cool. All right, hold on. So anyway, now I, I, now I won't call and whine every every time I listen to an episode and I don't come up. You can call me as my much as you nasally. want. No, you sound great. Right. You got a great radio voice. I, I'm like the king of making people feel good when I like. Yeah. You got a good hat on today. Look at that head of hair. <laughs> and then I talk for another thirty minutes, but it's enough to make you go. Mm, I guess I do have a good head of hair. Um, I we got a call from a military guy. Just give me one second here. I'm actually being serious. And he and I, you know, a lot of jingles on the show. So he, yeah. I said I'd make him a jingle. So he's his name is Seth. I think Henderson, and uh, we made him a jingle. So he's the only listener got his own jingle. He's in the military. I figured, you know me. Uh, let me tell you something. No one is out there defending the military. I'm doing Bill Maher. Um, no one defends the military like I do. I mean, you know, me and you, Gary, we've done our shows. Let me just interrupt to say. Well, other military the, defense. Than I love the expression. <laughs> That's true, too. I love the expression, you know me. In in a couple of occasions, I I just love it. One when when it's a jerky person who's going to define themselves for you, and it's completely self serving. The other mm -hmm. one is if you say you know me to a group of people who don't know you. That's really funny. <laughs> when you would, know me. When would that you, happen? You, Give me well, an example. For instance, if I if I do a show and in one of my opening uh, jokes, I talk about uh, my reaction to something, and I say you know me, everyone. I'm very sensitive. Yeah, no, we don't know you. <laughs> they don't know me at all. They don't even remember my name from the point where they introduced me. It's like when a comedian. No, it's not like that. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. You know, people go, "It's like." Well, it better be like it because I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching and I'm listening. And if it ain't like it, you're just fucking trying to talk. Um, Seth Henderson, this is the you. <laughs> Hold on, listen. I like listen. it already. You're a is such a big fan of our military men and women in uniform 
Putting their lives on the line for all of us here in the United States of America. Seth Henderson is home now, but he was in Kabul at a NATO FOB. He's a major in the Air Force, finally home and safe now, loving on his family. He's... No, I said he's in the Air Force. <laughs> I said the Air Force. Air Force, Air Force. No. Guys, I said the Air Force. <laughs> You're starting to piss me off. Air Force. Air Force. Oh, oh, I love love it. It. A little more. Oh, just clap or something. They want you. They want you. They want you as a new Seth Henderson, welcome home, soldier. Nothing like a good fade out. Seth Henderson, if I were you, I would take that set, put pictures to it, I and show... I absolutely love that. What if he was single? He puts music to that in pictures in a slideshow. That would get him pussy. A lot of star That's swipes. That's what I was trying to help him. Yeah, but sure. He, here's something interesting. I saw a guy in a Navy uniform at the airport today, and I didn't have any inclination to thank him for his service. <laughs> when I see camouflage... I kind of want to thank you for your service, offer up some uh, yeah. uh, camaraderie. And what was he but wearing? But Navy, it's just like, uh, yeah. ah, see, you were out at sea. And it's been a while safe since distance. Pearl Harbor. You yeah, know. you were at a safe distance. Wait, hold on. So, and, so uh, can... Those uni- and can I tell you something? Those uniforms couldn't be less rugged. They are not rugged at all. <laughs> what are you going to blend in okay. with First of those all, outfits? Hold on. You, you <laughs> can tell they haven't been in war for a while because they haven't updated those uniforms oh, since World War II. stupid flap on the back? <laughs> yeah, they the still have. Like the original, and, then, and that stupid hat that could that could also back, be a flotation device. Sideways. I don't know what that thing is. It's terrible. It, it, you would think and you would put that at the bands, end of your trumpet. Slept. You would put it at the end of your trumpet. That muffle thing. Hold on. <laughs> First of all, so I don't feel bad. Our guy is the guy that. What's he? He's, he's in, in the air force. Which okay, he's dropping bombs from a safe distance, but he could crash any second. So I right. okay. So I start, feel better about that. But Navy, I would wink and say. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. And, and, and my father was in the Navy, too. And I, and I, never, and I always felt like I, we, we were a little bit pussified because our dad was in the Navy. And some of the, some of the, the, the goyim in the neighborhood, which is the, what we call the non-Jews behind their backs, uh, now it's out. Uh, I, I would think uh, that my dad was safe on that boat. But, but Mr. Mr. Himmler over across the, uh, the way, can you believe they never changed their name? The last name was Himmler. They had one M. Instead of two M, like oh, real Hemler. And I said, oh, he was in the Army. He's got his Army uniform and everything like that. And meanwhile, he could have been like Radar. And the, <laughs> that, that, that thing, right? Just Hold doing on, communications. And, and Are you running the facsimile? When, no, not facsimile. The mimeograph machine. When, when, uh, when you just said that, by the way, me, I have to preface everything. I understand that everybody in the military, no matter what they do, it's important. But I have to say, I never heard anyone say that. When I see the guys with the sailor uniforms on, I just picture them mopping the Lido deck. Exactly. I don't think they would be carrying at the airport. You know how sometimes the guys are in the thing and, they, and they've got a gun? Yeah. I picture the guy at the airport. He's going to mop. Yeah. He's working a mop, and he's putting down that thing that says wet floor. Why do I feel horrible? I know we, feel, we feel bad, but let me tell you something. We're not saying we're on to you, Navy. We're saying 
we understand. And that's where that's the distance I want to be. And 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 also, and there, if you there have, have to be some deck chairs. There have, have to be some suggestion boxes on your ship. Maybe maybe throw in for some new updated uniforms. A little more rock. Yeah, yeah. you're saying the blue blazer looked like they were on a yacht. No, no, no. That's like an officer going to a wedding. I'm talking yeah. about the 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 blue top with the with the frilly um, wrists. <laughs> yeah, frilly it, it looks, wrists. Yeah, it looks like something from like they a Bob fla- Hope. They're musical. flared. Everything's flared on the thing, yeah. just in case they want to wear boots and have to put their pants <laughs> over the boots. Hey, let me ask you and a they don't need boots. They should be wearing uh, t- docksiders or, or flip-flops. They're on no. a boat. And and the other thing is that flappy thing on the, on the back. Well, it's supposed to be like a hood. Which is right? like a cake. Zips up, but Everyone quiet down. Todd's going <laughs> to... Uh, quiet down. It's a good thing for a host of a show. Quiet down, everybody. I'm going to smoke some pot, and I like peace and quiet. But Gary, do you, when you say that stuff, how come I always feel like I'm always picturing the one person that's doing that? I, I'd like him to take my job for one day. But I always think the same thing, and you know what we're saying? Uh, they should change their uniforms around a little. Is that what we're trying to say? I don't know. No, I'm saying. saying that they're fighting the war from a very safe distance. And, well, then, and that's where, and that's where I want. Hey, listen, they're tougher than me. They went through the basic training and all that other thing. And here's another thing: I've been watching that movie Stripes a lot on Netflix because it's mm-hmm. it's available instantly. There was no reason why Bill Murray had to join the army, okay? Mm-hmm. And certainly not his best friend in that movie joined well, the army with him. There was no reason other than to make this funny movie. That, there was that no movie, reason. That, that, that he, movie they were both thirty of... years old. There was nothing going on there. It, it made no sense structurally. Then and, and also and also why we're did, talking over each other. Why did Sally? Why was Sally brokenhearted to lose out on Billy Crystal and and when Harry met Sally? Here's a five foot two balding divorced. Uh, Jew and and versus Meg Ryan. <laughs> you, you dream on, Sally. You didn't clearly miss the message of the movie. It's, it's about what, love that, and friendship. What, that this nebbish can expect to get a girl that hot, mm-hmm. not even as a friend, because she wouldn't she wouldn't want to be out at the mall and have somebody that she really liked bump into them and have to explain that no, that he's just a friend, because then the guy would be like, oh, ooh, she's really. Dorky lizard-looking friends. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Crystal is a friend of the show, Gary. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's not fun. It's not funny. <laughs> oh my God, Billy! Is that Billy Crystal? It's Billy, man. I just finished uh, City Slickers three. How'd that go? I thought was, you do a good Billy Crystal. It was, it was terrific, man. I'm really doing my Sammy. <laughs> I heard you have a bathroom in your pla- an airport bathroom in your. You know, it never bothered me. <laughs> is that that true? <laughs> Wait, is that what? Wait, what? Well, he, he has an air. He has an airplane plane bathroom in his house, and it never bothered me until Howard Stern started making fun of it. And then I, I swear to God, this is how much Howard Stern influences me. After he made fun of it, the next day, me and my friend Mike Susan went, yeah, what do you have a fucking, okay, just get rid of it. <laughs> like, for no reason at all. W- Let the guy do what he wants. I will say that. Cause he, he, why does he have that? Because he feels cause it's no, different. No, normal size. In it. Here's, nope. here's why I have it, babe. It's because, man, some of my greatest experiences have been in airplane bathrooms coming home from a comic relief <laughs> after I save the homeless man I like it's the worst impression I save the homeless man and then I and then I just clear my thoughts in an airplane bathroom and I and I actually came up with the idea for um forget Paris in an airplane bathroom? In an airplane bathroom. I do my best thinking in an airplane bathroom. I also thought of uh, 61, that documentary type <laughs> deal, but it wasn't really for HBO, I... man, with Barry Pepper and Thomas Jane, man. <laughs> what about yeah, What about Mr. Saturday Night? 
Mr. Saturday Night, I wrote all the all the old jokes that were already jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on one second. And the worst representation. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Todd Glass Show. And our guest is Gary Coleman. Okay, I have to do that. People of Earth. <laughs> That's seen and waiting for government. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Waiting for government. All right, let's talk about. So we we worked at this place in Philadelphia where we're going, and they listened to the show, and it was just fun. They set it the club up just like I like it. Yep. It's uh, very 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 small, but they do everything I say. People come downstairs. It's dark. There's a little. There's two guys you doing that again. Yeah, Mike and uh, Mike and Jerry, the drummer. They're gonna play. They play as people are coming in. So it's just set up. When are you doing really that again? Cool. We're, I, I said it. Uh, it's the twenty. Uh, I forget. It's next uh, next Thursday. I we'll think come. it's the twenty. The twentieth. We'll I'm come. at PJ Ryan's in Phoenixville, but I, that jingle will say. The great thing oh. was that we stayed. Mm-hmm. Together at a at a bed at and a bed. breakfast. There was, here's let me let me set it up. They weren't using it, so someone said, "I said, what's a pl- close place to the hotel?" They said, "There's a bed and breakfast." I don't like really sharing rooms with other people, but she said, "No, we're not using it." The person told me there's no one using it, so it would just be me and Gary there. And so the entire like, house. Yeah, so I thought that would be fun, except for the other half of the house, which sounds is completely... like a sitcom. Well, Gary, a few, literally... here are a few games that we played before I even got there. One is that I was in Philadelphia. Before I got there, and and Todd and I have this thing where, or maybe it's just Todd's thing where he says it's so absurd that people are afraid in San Francisco to drop their keys oh. because they'll be anally raped by by gay people. Like that's how it works. Like the, first of all, they wait for you to drop your keys. If they were that aggressive, wouldn't they just attack you? Right. But anyhow, I was unfamiliar with Philadelphia, and I dropped my keys. Privy to the joke, or should we explain well, the, what this the, is? The about? old joke is the old joke is that's okay. The old joke is um. Hey, I went to San Francisco. Uh, hey, and then someone else goes, you know, uh, hey, you're going to San Francisco. Don't drop your keys. If you, if you do drop them, kick them to Oakland right. to pick them up. So all weekend, Gary would drop his keys. Well, here's the thing. I called him from Philadelphia because I just got into town, and he's from Philadelphia. And I dropped my keys, and I did not know what to do. I didn't know whether I was in the type of a neighborhood where if you dropped your keys, uh, whether you should pick them up, one, and two, where I should kick them to. To pick them up, so I called. I called Todd. He said, I "I'm in San Francisco." The, I'm, and I I'm said, in, "No, I'm in Philadelphia." Oh, that's right. And uh, I dropped my keys. What should I do? Where should I kick them? I told him the locale, and he was like, "Kick them to a certain place." <laughs> Next thing you know, I just out of nowhere, I said, uh, "You know what, Todd? I got to get out of here because we're, we're we're meeting for lunch. I got to pick them up. I can't kick them that far. It was miles away. Mm-hmm, do you know mm-hmm, how long it would no, take to yeah. kick your keys miles?" So I just I bent over to pick him up, and sure enough, the next thing Todd hears, what did you hear on the other end? I hear he got raped. Oh, <laughs> he no. goes, all I heard was this. I, I go, Gary. I, by the way, I'm being serious <laughs> that we role played this mm-hmm. on the phone. I go, Gary. He goes, Todd. I have to. I go, Gary. Do not pick. Oh God, I'm getting raped. And there were people. There were people in the neighborhood who saw me yelling on the phone. I, I, I go, Gary, I ass. told you. But I well, was so the thing committed. about that is you can't even go to the cops because they'll say, "Hey, you know, everybody knows." I was, you were asking for it by Thank picking you. up the keys. Mm. Oh, you were picking up keys. Mm. And then what's wrong with you? Where were other? you when you picked up those keys? And I was sure enough, it was in a neighborhood. Where, yeah, yeah. You don't well, pick you up your keys. You don't pick up your keys. There's there. signs all over. It shows the guy bending over with an X through it, with another guy's dick. Touching his ass. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they don't have that part. But listen. Um, I like Katie as a producer. I felt like some of the producers on the other shows tried to undermine us and, and felt that they should take over the show. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, she just told me that today. Really? She goes, I think I should take over the show. <laughs> she goes, I listen to the shows, Todd, and I what think t- I can What get, timing? Give me a stab at it. Um, 
then you you role played the other joke with the prison. They go, oh, it, oh no, I think you we mix the two together. You said at prison you don't drop the soap. You don't drop the soap. Like, if they're that vulgar and that, are they really going to go? What, 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 what was your thing? That the, that they were uh, that they were rapists, but they had a certain uh, code of honor, <laughs> and, and they wouldn't. And I also like the idea that they always say. Uh, they say, hey, if you're a child uh, killer or, or a rapist and you go to prison, they have a play special way they treat you. Oh, oh, like they're so kind and gentle with the people who don't do anything bad. Mm-hmm. Just to, it, you could be really attractive, but as long as you didn't, didn't do anything that they find, they're all animals. Do you think if you were in prison, now this might be so it's such a hypothetical that it might be so silly it's going to be hard to give me a real answer. But I'm asking you, really give me the real answer. If you go to prison and you think you're just drop-dead gorgeous... And no one tries to rape you. Yes, you're going to be, thank the fucking good Lord. But you think a little, you'd be like, maybe I'm not as good looking as I thought. I've been here a week and nobody's fucking me or trying. I think about prison a lot. And one of the things I feel Hmm. would be my thing is to be the guy who lightens the mood in prison. I would be that guy. I would be the guy first first day at breakfast. Tell me this wouldn't be cute. First of all, I would suggest... Cute. That's first, really what you go for in prison. That's the point. First of all, I would suggest that once a year, the guards and the inmates switch roles. They would, sw- <laughs> they would switch roles, right? Once a year. Once a On year. Halloween. I, feel th- I feel it would build, it would build uh, the camaraderie and understanding and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing and is, trust, trust. a lot of times shh, 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 during the You end- go so fast, and then I want to laugh and get caught up. So during the NFL switch. season That's and a during great the major idea. league okay, season. Okay, I'm going to talk to you. Which old, one of us will stop they first? They wear old I, uniforms. Hello, hello. Okay, they wear old uniforms. Wouldn't that build... What do you mean? You mean like a, of, like it would character? be fun to wear old-fashioned prison-striped uniforms mm-hmm. with the little caps, and everybody's walking around with a with a fake ball and chain. It would be too expensive to get be, a real ball and chain, yeah. but a fake ball and chain. And then even the rats, you know how there's sometimes prison rats? Mm-hmm. Even the rats would be dressed in the And all the, the prisoners have to walk up things. and down the hall and, and a, clang and with, their... With a clanging, yeah, yeah, a lot of clanging. that, and yeah. there would be... Uh, and, I and, like and, it. And... and uh, I, I think it would it would lighten the load a lot, and then here's the other thing: you get to know them at a different level. First night of prison, nothing. First night of prison, what I would be on the idea? bottom bunk, and I would, say to, I would say to the guy on the top you, bunk, "Once you get on a I roll, you say, cannot." I would say, "Penny for your thoughts," and that would break him up. <laughs> that would get a great laugh. And then the next day at breakfast, when we were in line, and they're serving up that gruel. You know how they do that in a yeah. big, it's just a big ladle. They're ladling do they it still out. do that? Tin, they must. I hope they do. <laughs> what are they getting, mm-hmm. Lunchables? No, they're, they're, they're giving the, the ladle. Right. I, I wouldn't put it past him to have Burger King yeah. inside the prison. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. But let's picture him ladling okay, you're right. Sorry, gruel. Ladling gruel. And then I turn to a couple of the guys that I'm in line with, and I go, hey, where's the omelet station? <sighs> that would get a that big laugh. Good that would get a big laugh. They, so, in other words, people and, and, would, and one one of my you know guys who I was warming up to would be like, "This motherfucker says omelet station." <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think would happen. Well, check funny. out what this, mother, I, this motherfucker say, say omelet station. It's it it is funny, but like, could you? It's funny. Ha ha ha. I don't want to dismiss, but like in reality, how could you dismiss that? It's so silly. Or you're but not wait. really going to compare it to reality, no. are you? No. I, w- I want, oh, no. I want to. Oh, no. No, I want to, though. I want to, like, get, now get inside your head. Like, For, wait, would you on. make jokes in reality? Oh, oh, would you okay. Try, if that you I'm all right with. Got all in right, prison, let's bring it back into reality. If you got into, and I'm not saying you're up for murder. Like, realistic, Gary Goldman, drunk, you, you're driving home from the improv, drunk, 
Somebody cuts you off. You get Good into point. an accident. Good point. You're, you know, you're up on some charges. Maybe somebody ha- is, is in the hospital or something. I know the answer I've to thought, that. I've thought this through. You I were, would protect myself by being the guy who is known to shit his pants. <laughs> you would just shit That's your pants. One. Like you All walk in and just you would shit just your pants. That would turn off anybody. I mean, you would have yeah. to be a real psychopath what about to you? be interested in the guy known for shitting his pants. Would I make jokes? No. What would you do? What I do you mean? Make, would I you wouldn't be... make any jokes because then they think you're light. Like, would you? Would, like, <laughs> what would I do? Yeah. Oh, I would. Um, you want him to think you try to talk your way out of it? All right, guys, come on. I know what you're thinking. You're no, thinking about raping, but like really, <laughs> no, no, let's really, let's really think about it. I know what because, you're thinking. Yeah. Fred Flintstone and Mel Gibson had a baby. I would do that bit. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you to survive in prison, what, what jokes would you do? <laughs> I would do my dad smoking. That would be my way of getting free cigarettes. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't do any of my cookie routines. Mel Gibson and Fred Flintstone got, got do your dad smoking would kill. Here's that what I would kill. do. Can I tell you what I would do? Yeah. Um, a lot of brick walls in a prison. Don't tell Bud Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should stop the podcast now because it can't get any funnier than this. <laughs> Listen, I think what I would really do, like, your scenario there, which I uh, I would probably eventually make little jokes. You, you know, you make one, it's light. If I was in there, like, but I don't know. I don't probably, maybe they'd be like, hey, I'm going to rape that. Ah, you know what? No one rapes him. You know what? He makes us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, makes, us, uh, makes me laugh. Nobody's ever taken a shiv to his neck. No. Why? No. Because people like they go. You know that he that guy's funny. I don't. I don't want him dead. You need him in there. I would do shows. I would uh, set it up nice. Oh, that would help. But Gary, Ooh. you. But Gary, you're a tough guy though. Like you. you no, you're I a big am not. Guy. I'm a, a big guy, but I'm not tough. I, I know you're not. Like you're not right. tough. If you, if I know you, you're not a tough guy. But you right. look and you could be perceived. And if you wanted to, you could come off as a tough guy, which is more important. <sighs> Yeah, but as soon as somebody called my bluff, really? Oh, forget it. I'd unwind. Really? So, 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 <laughs> I want my lawyer. <laughs> I'd be begging for my lawyer. What do you think the uh, odds of you ever? You, you'll never go to prison because you don't drink and drive. No, that's the whole thing. You know, Ta- tax evasion. That's what. Tax, that's yeah, where they get you, you. You really got to evade taxes in, no, a, in a big way. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with our guest, Gary Goldman. Glasses coming to PJ Ryan's. October 20th, Todd Glass, Todd Glass at PJ Ryan's in Phoenixville. Preston and Steve, they're gonna announce about Todd Glass in Phoenixville at PJ Ryan's on October 20th. Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass. Todd Glass, 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 Todd Glass at PJ Ryan's in Phoenixville. Here we go. We're back. God, we take a little breather. We got some snacks. We ate them. Todd, what do you like to do the night before and the day of a, a TV appearance? You've been well, doing Kimmel a lot. What would you do then? Do you prepare your set the night before? Do no, you- once I get my set down... Unless I have to, but Kimmel, they, over Kimmel, they've always been pretty cool about it. Um, I don't like to do it in town. If I have it down, and let's say I'm on the road and I'm in Atlanta, and I, I, have, I do the five minutes somewhere in the middle of my set, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just got it down. I don't want to come in town and jump around to do sets where I, the audience isn't consistent. I know what the audience is going to be like on the show, and I know what the audience is like if I'm at a comedy club. I don't want to jump on stage at Melrose. or not, It's not even an offense at a club. Whatever the club is, right. it could be an audience that's off. And now I think my, I just get it down. 
And then I don't do anything. And then I do what you do. I enjoy the whole day. I have them pick me up. They say, you should be there at 4. I go, pick me up at 11. That's why I used to get along with Uncle Frank at the Jimmy Kimmel show because we both get there stupidly early. I don't, I don't, I always drive myself over. You do? Yeah, well, well they never offer me a car. Yes, they but, do. Yes, no, I'm they kidding. Do. They do offer me a car. But the thing is, is that I feel that if somebody's driving me, it's sort of like I don't like getting massages. That hour, however long it takes to drive, is just me feeling bad that this person has to do for me. Like, like, well, and if I, put, if I put logic into it, it wouldn't change your opinion. Like the obvious that you've been told before, hey, the person's making a living. They're happy. They're yeah. Doesn't is it, it doesn't sort of matter. like you can't? I, and I feel the pressure to try to make conversation. And you do. Yeah. I figure they're. That's what I like about it. Sometimes when a driver picks you up, sometimes I love when somebody from the club picks you up because you can talk. And and a lot of times at the club, you know who it is, and they're fun. Uh, once in a while, though, when I get in late to D.C. or, or where, where I'm going, or it's a nice to have a car service because I always figure they're professional. You know, you can just go to sleep and they don't care. Oh. Yeah. Remember one time we, we flew into a gig. This is true. We flew into a gig. Oh, and, and the car picks us up. And the guy, got first of all, they're late. They're late. Uh-huh. And then the guy picks us up. And there's two of them. And then one of them up. oh, I'm training this one. It's going to be cool. So there's two guys. So then we're in the car. They're talking Training to us. Training him. I never heard. And then on the way thing. back, they Hold go, on. all right, we, we just get out of the airport, right? And they go, all right, we got to stop and get gas. No, no. No, you're missing the whole – you missed a major part of that, but oh, it's all right. You just forgot it. When we're at the airport, they pick us up. Number one, when, when there's two guys, you know you can't push your seat up ridiculous. So you got to – okay. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I do anyway. I go, sorry. I thought there was one guy. Make him sit like, you know, like hunched <laughs> over. Imagine how hunched over you'd be. Yeah. No, I don't really do that, obviously. But anyway – um. So they don't. They get pulled over by the airport authority because oh, yeah. they don't have their license. Oh my god! So that takes. We're like, let's just hop into a cab. You know, one of those things. Where in hindsight, the second it happened, you should have jumped in, but we didn't. We waited five minutes. They go, it'll just be another ten minutes. Finally, after all that, they get out of the. You know, they get out. They let them out of the airport just to get rid of them, and then they pull over to get gas. And that's when I don't think I'm like. You know, like highfalutin. Like I, I want to be the type of person. I don't give a shit. The guy ran out of gas. Who cares? Like people. I have to admit, I was like, dude, you should have your car filled with gas. I don't want to stop. And then they got snacks, and they ate them. Do you guys want now, What's wrong with that? He turns to us and goes, do you guys want anything? Now, what's wrong with them eating I'll tell in the you car? What's wrong with it that. smelled. Exactly, I don't want to smell the Doritos. It's exactly what you or I would do if we had that job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, yes. I want to, to think that these people are better than me, more organized. I can be disorganized and late and ugh. Right. Right, I want to believe it's a real service, and they know what they're yeah. doing. All right, that, that's a good point. Hey, by the way, did you um, uh, did you ever go to a store? I want to handle this right. I think I know how to handle it. Maybe I shouldn't send Andrew to do this because maybe it's got to be said right. But the whole—I'm sure you know of a place like this. The Whole Foods. Let me just get this out, and then I'll listen to your in, every, to everybody's input. Uh, the Whole Foods near up there in Fairfax and Third. I feel like it's like got a very snobby atmosphere. Like no one's looking at anybody. Everyone's and, and I've even thought, well, is that what As you do? As opposed to the Whole Foods everywhere else on every other place on the planet. Are, you're saying there's rotten a, people who shop there. Is there is there an overall feeling of that? And, and it's only going to be worse in Los Angeles. So here's here's what I'm asking then. So if you're saying it's it's most Whole Foods. You get that vibe. Is it because I'm, I wouldn't believe me? The end of it is still where I, I get so angry. I want to push somebody into a freezer. But I thought I bet there are a lot of nice people in here. 
Some people yeah, think the people it's working there. Are no, nice. no, hold on. The people that shop there, I'm nice. I know I'm nice, but when I get there, I even get into a quiet mode. Like I don't look at people. I don't not. I just you know it's very. So I thought, well, maybe it's got that vibe. However, that happens. So now everyone that is nice doesn't even act nice. But with all that said, I look at someone's face and I want to walk over and go fucking stop it and just shove them into a fucking wall. Like they look affected. They look like they, they look they, like Jamie Presley. There's like 90 Jamie Presleys from that show, uh, Earl. My name is. Earl, that, that woman who's mean on My Name is Earl, and, and, and there are 90 women. They're, in a, they're all sexy, but a little bit uh, um, um, older, and, and their best days are behind them, and they're mean, and, and, <laughs> and, and they're, they're dressed down, and, and they're wearing sunglasses, and, and they're mean. But don't you think they should all look alike? Don't you think across the board, the guys, the girls, old, young, I feel like they're all the same. I don't notice just I just notice it across the board. I think it's funny that you're saying Jamie Presley. I bet in Newtown, Pennsylvania, like in some suburban town, they're probably is is there something on my voice? I was in Lexington, Massachusetts at a Whole Foods. Hello. 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 Gary Goldman. Sorry. I like the the thing cost me some money. <laughs> I was in Lexington, Massachusetts, and there was a forty-five-year-old father, say, with a thirteen-year-old son. Nice. The father That's was, sexy, isn't it? Wait, wait sharing, maybe I'm not listening. They were sharing an. <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> it's sexy, Todd. It is. <laughs> Okay, so go ahead. go ahead. How do I top that with a with a lame story? We just take a journey. There's no competition okay. here. You know, I love you. I yeah, love yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Everybody in this room's great. <laughs> he wasn't listening. What do you got? It was beautiful. So, so this is about Whole Foods in a way. Yeah, we were in the area where you can eat the food that uh-huh. you just paid twenty dollars for. A, it's very expensive because uh-huh. you pay by the pound or whatever. And the guys, forty. Actually, they charge you. They charge 13. you by the rice grain. They're sharing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, by the rice grain. Oh, I like wow. how he really leaned oh, on the grain. Oh, oh, I got a fucking oh. show I got to do. I got to fucking pump out good material. So you're at Whole Foods? Yeah, so I'm at Whole Foods, and you, which was leading you to your story, so you were talking <laughs> yeah. about it. The guy was 45 years old. He had Gross. A- <laughs> <laughs> Ew, what's he at? Yeah, seriously, I know I'm that age, but seriously, they're still stay home. Yeah. If you're not, but you're it, not- <laughs> I'll tell you what, he looked older than you. I know everyone. I see people balding. He looks Ugh. terrible. Oh, they you know what those people do at the high school reunion that are. Hey, look, if you go bald, you can't help it. That's fine, but you can still lose weight and dress nice. You see some oh. bald guy. He makes me look. Hey, go go home. You're fucking depressing me. If, that you this went to my grade. That, you're in, that you graduated my year. You look like my grandfather. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm telling people you're my grandfather when they get here later, so they don't think I'm as old as you. <laughs> and you fucking go along with it. You've let yourself go. You're bald and you're fat and you dress shitty. At least let everyone think you're my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I am so high right now. It just hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So 
I want, though, to do – what was your story about Whole Foods? The guy was 45, is, and I've said that nine times now. <laughs> I love it every Son time. Son was 13. You're fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell your story, please. I beg of you. Here's where a mother would say, you know what? I tell my kids – I'm fun. <laughs> I'm fun. But I get I just never get to be myself. I never get to be myself around my kids. I never get to be myself and I'm fun. I am fun. Mom, I no. sneak butts. When you're not around I sneak butts. <laughs> and I smoke and then I spray Glade to make it go away. Okay, I'm fun. And then just cuz I'm a mom and I pushed out two ki- I always use the term pushed out. I gave birth to them, but I like to say pushed out. And I'm Can I ask fun. you a question? Is this woman fun? Like, if you had to explain her more? Oh, she's no. Not. She's, Thank you. No, she's not fun she's at not all. She's not fun at all. She's not Mary, fun. Have you ever, uh, Jade? She thinks fun is using the expression, don't go there. Yeah, she thinks it's... <laughs> and TMI. TMI, that's fun to her. You know <laughs> The expression TMI, that's that's what makes her fun. And you know what she wants to do And the fact that she sneaks these butts because she has no yes. goddamn willpower. Thank you. And then they play, uh, they play you know Dirty Pictionary. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why she thinks she's fun. She goes, if people knew I played this fucking Dirty Pictionary, <laughs> they would know what I'm I about. Draw, and let me tell you something. My penises are, are known for this one thing. I put a little slit at the tip. <laughs> That's what my it's penis is. very descriptive. And I, put, and I put a slit of the tip, and then I put a couple of loose strands of hair on the balls. I'm, I'm wild. Fun. I'm fun. I'm fun. Have a nervous. Fun. Have a nervous. Get away from the mic and have a nervous breakdown. This woman telling her kid she's fun. She, the kids are staring at her. Mom. Okay, you're fun. Okay, mom, it's fine. Go, keep really good, mom. Nuts. It's fine. You're having a nervous breakdown. I'm fun. I'm fun. I'm fun. No, okay. Guys, tell her she's fun. No, mom, mom. You're fun, mom. Mom, mom, it's cool. Please stop. Mom, mom, you're mom, fun. Mom, please, you're, you're really scaring us. You're fun, mom, all right. What do you want? You're goddamn right I'm fun. You're goddamn right I'm fun. And, I, and I'll smoke right in front of you from now on. <laughs> all right, listen. Um, I want to do... Oh, who's the girl in Italy? I, I think we go Amanda from one Amanda Knox. Time. Amanda Knox. I was watching the... Uh, the What do they call that on that show where they a tell television. the whole story? A television <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. I'm that dumb. I was watching... Uh, what do they call that? Where they do... You know, there was on like 48 hours and telling the story. I guess they were running it because they knew she was about to get a lot of attention in the media. Because I always... I thought it was a coincidence. They go, no, they might have run it that way on purpose. In the I said, 70s, oh my God. What are the, the odds? In the 70s, I, when we were growing up, it would have been a coincidence. Somebody died, and all of a sudden, they're on uh, the dating game. It was pure coincidence. Oh, really? But now, the program is yes. they're savvy, baby. They're okay. savvy. Okay, so um, I, um, what was I talking about? Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox. So in the, in the case, there's a guy, a detective, that walks up with a, uh, a pipe. Now, in the real footage, like not the reenactments. This is the real footage. And I thought, I swear to God, we, I go, I have to break that down for real, like not being silly. Don't you think the other detectives... I'm like, oh, God, when he shows up with that pipe, it's like people – it's like a joke. We're not Sherlock Holmes. We're real detectives. Plus, there's a diligency that when you're going in on a job, you want to see a cop move. Now, you might think, well, he's not – he's a detective. He's just coming to look at evidence. There's still a diligency. This guy strolls in with a pipe. Gary just drew a penis. Um, anyway, <laughs> with the, just like he talked about that girl. Well, that's the one the girl <laughs> Is that the one that the, the mom that has fun? Turn the dirty dictionary. Can I tell you the truth? What? 
I'm not even. I, I swear to God. She look. That, she probably is fun. That's it a would, good. Let me tell you. She you know how everybody's job. getting. You know how everybody's getting uh, penis pictures. Uh, some guys will send a girl a picture of their penis. If you sent that in a text. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh. I think you'd get. You'd get a great laugh. Yeah, people wouldn't you'd mind this. This is a fun penis. This isn't. I'm going to rape your penis. No, it's no, like just look at it, and enjoy that's, it, and that's, imagine. That's a, that's a penis that can be laughed at. Yes. This is a fun. This is a fun visual penis here. Yeah. This is not a mean like. Ah, oh, this penis is going to yeah. hurt anybody. You you put wings. <laughs> you could. You could put wings on that penis and fly it to Vegas. We'll have Katie take a picture of it so we could see. Yes, that's right. Okay, now what was I just talking about? Because I do want to stay on track. Please help me. Okay, the guy strolls in with a pipe. So then I'm starting to think it doesn't seem. And then later, everything I'm saying sort of comes smoking. I don't see that. I don't. I would imagine. Otherwise, that's scarier. Uh, At least he would be smoking it. You know. So anyway, later, I'm not even joking around. By the way, you might go, yeah, Todd, this is what everyone's talking about. But I, I don't know. I just saw it that one night. Uh, they had evidence on the, ra- on, the bl- on the blade, and they thought it was blood on, on the uh, knife. And then they found out later it was rye bread. I went, did we just fucking hear that? Rye bread. How, How could you, you mistake com- rye bread? Yeah, it's, not like, it's not like they thought the blood type was different. The Italians thought- really I wouldn't mistake rye bread. rye bread for pumpernickel. <laughs> That's how good of a never mind you blood. Are. Well, how do you even go defend yourself? You go, yeah. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, you know, but God, but I always say everybody's Jerry. Every guy, every I don't have a lot of character names for. Well, I- see. <laughs> well, Regan, Regan does the same thing. Everybody in his jokes is Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. No, I'm saying so. You're yeah. There was that one time I thought it was somebody's uh, blood ended up being rye bread. They're like that was a horrible mistake. So like. Can you imagine if the, if the the evidence was that off? Like they're like, you know, um, we thought it, here's the blood. We thought we had the killer, the person that killed your child. This has already been the most, dis, you know, horrific act in the world. The Pillsbury horrific. Doughboy. <laughs> Why is that how I'm talking? Oh no, no. no, no. Oh yeah, it's spread. like yeah. We thought it, we I'm found right. the hair from. But the, we do know where the killer yeah. may have had breakfast. Yes, <laughs> and and when they were given the choice between rye, wheat. Or white, they chose rye. <laughs> and I think that tells us a lot about this person is watching their health. There's and probably a Jew. There is one more problem. The hair that we thought was from the vagina of the victim ended up being potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was a potato salad where the, the maker of the potato salad uh, added must, uh, you know, mustard. The, the semen that we thought was on the knife ended up being crab legs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, so no big deal, no big deal. All righty, there's that. We got a lot of fun stuff. Um, anyway, I want to see if I can set the tone here. I figured out how I think I can sing. Can you play "Welcome to My World"? figured out I, I already know that I can sing I can't believe I'm so excited that I'm learning how to sing like <laughs> when you saying learning how to sing what well I mean that sounds with that effect I can't you know I'm fucking around like, okay I well I'm know. serious that I, learned I know to- you know it's the thing about you I know you're fucking around and well, I you said, know you're fucking around but I know and you know I know, I know. 
There's 10%. There's, okay. uh, there's a thing that Listen. deep down inside that thinks, ha, ha, ha. I know. But really, okay. I could sing. And I'm not going to distrust your friendship. I don't know. I've enjoyed your singing when you do Sweet Carolyn at, at the end of your shows. I, I always feel like you have a nice voice. It's Pl- deep. And, play it again. And, and, and you have good... <laughs> okay, what, what okay, you, okay. Stop, notes. stop. I'm, you hit stop, notes. Stop, stop, stop. Gary, okay, you right now. I'm, I'm being if, serious. If, no. if, if Todd called you and he said, look, uh, I have a show, right? So, like Todd has a show and whatever thing. And then he goes, look, they, they asked me to do this number at the Emmys. They, no. They asked me to say. No. Don't do oh, it. I'm so, so glad that don't you were honest it. with him because yeah. here's what I thought. I was it's gonna, a bad idea for a comedian to sing. I was okay. going to defend Daniel. That That's how much I, Daniel, I'm not crazy. Yeah. I know I cannot sing. I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. But I think I could learn but how to do one of those songs. you pleasantly surprise people no. during the show with the Sweet Caroline at the end. Well, no, that's I, I always enjoyed it. No, that's because Neil Diamond was on there and I was singing with him. So you pull back when you can't hit notes and you just go in where you can. And, but but my point is, talk a song is what I'm trying to do. You know, like when you're in a play. Now, I will agree that I think when you laughed, when I said, I'm being honest, sing, no. I get it. Even a bad singer has to have rhythm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Please. I don't want people okay. listening. But talk a song. Now, you might go, well, who couldn't talk a song? Nah, it still takes a little work, <laughs> so and I'm not, and not even there yet. So put it, put the music on again, Gary, and I want you to try talking it. Now you might go. I said once when I did this, I go, I could do this on Broadway, and you went, and I laughed right after I said it because I thought, oh my god, this wouldn't. Why, why am I saying Broadway? And I felt stupid. Then I rethought about it. I went, yeah, I think you have seen shit like this at least off Broadway. I'm, I'm budging a little already. Yeah, okay, okay. So play it again. Here's what I think. You've seen something. Like, they sit on a bench. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? And a girl comes in. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, miracles, I, I guess. What are you gonna do? They still happen now and then. Yes, I think yeah, I've okay. seen. I've seen that. Now, yeah. right. wanna pause it. I've seen shit like that on some. I, oh, That's I get not it. Singing. No, what? What? It's sort of. <laughs> It's what Fonzie did in an episode of Happy Days. Thank you. When I was a kid. Thank you. <laughs> he just that, that, spoke it, just but he had such it. charisma. Oh, that's right. That the people swooned. Could you do this for me as a favor? Would you try doing that like Fonzie? Yeah. <laughs> Can you play it from the beginning? I love this. This is my favorite part of the show. Okay. Okay, like go. Fonzie. Or you can do it like yourself. What do you want to try? I'll do it as myself. <laughs> I, love I don't doing... remember the I don't remember Okay, now the really Fonzie try thing. to talk it. <clears throat> I remember my mother laughing. We really enjoyed Happy Days. Here we go. That's Gene Hen. You're auditioning for a Steven Spielberg play. Play? He's doing plays now? Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Find your range. Miracles, I guess. Still. Now and then Step into my heart Leave your cares behind Welcome to my world Welcome to my world Built with you in mind I can't proceed I love, I love pussy. Todd, did I ever tell you the first time I ever touched pussy? Pussy is so much fun to eat. Alright, enough of that shit. 
This is a real show. I remember the first time. No, this time is fucking I bullshit. I can't believe no one stopped us. Do you remember the first time you ever felt one? I felt a vagina? You told yeah. me this story on, yeah. the, on the phone a few weeks well, ago. Yeah. Go tell, tell people what you thought. And I remember like. it being one of the all time letdowns. Mm-hmm. How old were it you? Does, I was uh, 18. Oh, you got a late start. Yeah. That's a really late start. Yeah. I was 18, and I just remember going to my friends and, and telling them about it, and I, and I used this vulgar term. I said, I said there was no – I said, well, at least when I see my penis, I know where it begins and ends. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, it's, so, it's so nondescript down there. It's hard to explain. I said it was a lot like a, a practical joke from Halloween – where you would close your eyes and you, they would tell you to point something out and then they would put a, a tub of cold cream on your hand and they would be like, oh, you just felt the horse's asshole, right? <laughs> now, I didn't say it was like the horse's asshole, but I said to my friends, I said it, it was kind of like sticking your finger in a glob of shit. <laughs> a glob of shit. Because it was so nondescript and it was just, you didn't know where the, this ended and began and it was just... <gasps> Gary, hold on. We were talking today, like, you know when a famous uh, person, a singer, gets to talk and tell stories, and then the band kicks in when they hit their, like, you wouldn't tell that story if you were a big act. So get the music ready that we were talking about, and then you're going to just tell that story, and then eventually, you know, the band kicks in, and then you've told But can I have an audience, like, uh, like I'm in an audience at a lounge? Yeah, like, you're not in a lounge. I'm going to take it earnestly. I think you're in about, you're in front of 10,000 people. Oh, okay, good. Oh, there's an orchestra behind you. okay, terrific. Now, usually they'd be vamping behind you. Can you give them a little, like, uh, maybe on the, like, your band knows the next song you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, to tell this story. And I just finished a song. Mm-hmm. You finished a song. You've been talking okay. to the crowd for a while. Like and by the, the setup way, is great. when you when you do this, let the person sing that we're going to play. This reminds me of that game that we played where we would say horrible news with a rim shot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you give a rim shot? Boom, boom. <laughs> I'll tell you what. My father, he's, uh, he's not doing well. He had his uh, leg uh, amputated right below the knee. Oh. <laughs> How is that funny? That's disrespectful. He can no longer walk. No, that's not. not. Oh, Whoa. come on. Hey, that's oh out of line. God. All right, come on. He had a bad case can I tell of you diabetes. Di- oh, diabetes is worth a rim shot. And he just lost his wife. Come on. All right. Oh. Stop. He's both a widow. These, this guy's. Uh, I need both of you to stop. Honestly. I relate with you guys because I've had a death in my family. My dear wife passed away last year. All right, buddy. It's one thing to do like, it to us, but to the host of the show. I like, like we couldn't fire him. Like he's that rude, but I can't get him out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get him out of here, I'd well, get him out of here. Well, because his uh, uncle owns Black Horse Motors. You know, that's what's fun about bits. You can to, to make someone that you can't tell the truth to makes any bit better. I have a bit where the person gets so close to your face, but here's what we make that guy in the bit. He is the president of HBO, and you heard he fucking loves you. Oh. So And he is fucking close one night. Next day, you might have your own show. That bit's funnier because wow. you can't stop Status. the person. Status. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so here's the thing. So you do your show. He'll, the band's – give me a little bit in the background, whatever you think might be appropriate. As You know, the band's they're, – they're vamping a little, a little bit. Maybe a little bit. The crowd's listening. And you tell this story. And then when you go, uh, you give him the cue when you want the band to come in. And then this is how it sounds. It's a big setup, but, you know, if it's fun, we'll have fun. You tell the story, and then you cue him. Ladies and gentlemen, love is a many-splendored thing. It's a many, many, many splendid thing, and I remember the first time I was ever in love, and I wanted to, I wanted to go to the next level with this gal, and she was a pretty gal, and she smelled like roses, and I, uh, things were getting hot and heavy back there. So I'm not going to get vulgar here, ladies and gentlemen. You know how it gets when you're a kid, 
Ah, oh, you laugh, and then, but it's true. And then the drummer goes, tell him what it was like the first time you stuck your finger in there. Whole crowd laughs. Yeah. I remember the first time I stuck my finger in my gal's cunt. <laughs> it's like a glob of shit. <laughs> Great crowd, we're having a good time today. Give me some echo. Uh, I got another story. Here's our big hit. You can bring it out. Where's the okay? That was, by the way, out of all stories to tell, and then that song comes in. I have a few songs. I thought it was another one. It was like the cunt, right? I've been filled with. Sugar, honey, pumpkin pie. Apple, peaches, pumpkin pie. That's the song your band decides to play. Now, here's the thing. Well, you know, by the way, in all, in all fairness, your band's told to play that song. So we're thinking, the, the other day we were, um, okay, so hold on, let me think of one here. No, 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 they improvise. They improvise based on the story. They're like Paul Schaefer. On Letterman, he improvises those things based on what's going on with Dave, right. and they improvise that off of my story about this cunt oh, yeah. being like a glob of shit. Okay, tell me if you think this song would be appropriate. Um, like, if I if I learned how to sing, I could do some of the jokes from my act. So anyway, give me a little banter on the drums, and you'll you'll do the next one when I tell you. Give me a little reverb in my mic so we get the feeling. Background noise, people like you're you're in the back, you're laughing, you're having a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna do one of our big hits for you in one second. This has been a lot of fun here tonight. You know, I have a new sitcom coming out. I play a kid that was molested. I don't, but don't feel bad for me because my father didn't stop molest, start molesting me till I was 45 to get me to move out of the house. Ah, uh, here we go. Here's something for you. Oh, please release me. Let me go. I don't know if I like that one either. These are the ones I picked. Did you have one? So anyway, let me set this up so we can pass around some of these jokes. There's a thing. I'm obsessed with Engelbert Humperdinck, and there's a thing where he makes a joke. This woman is running through the hotel. I'm repeating it. And she goes, his, and his band knows the next song they're going to do. But it's weird, the song he picked. He goes, some more, long story short or long joke short, some woman's running around the hotel. I was roped. I was roped. He goes, excuse me, ma'am. Are you sure? Because he does an impersonation. You don't mean raped? He goes, no, the guy was stupid. He just tied me up. <laughs> then the band starts playing, welcome to my world. Yeah. After a rape joke. So yeah. <laughs> we're thinking, if we get some. I asked Daniel, I said, find just jokes that you would never do in your act. They're just tasteless, you know, just, just bad jokes. The jokes if a person told you after a show that you would obviously go, what the fuck did I do? And now we're going to, I guess, tell them that's the sad part. It would, it would be funny if, if you took all the jokes that people well, suggested after your yeah. show and did them that night. Knows well, a ton. Well, that's what we're you saying. Like, you know when people give you, you a joke? You know when people give you a joke? What if you said, oh, my God, get me a pen. I lose more good jokes this way. Yeah, like, when have you Gary's ever... Gary's not well, listening. Gary, when has that ever happened? When somebody came up to you with a joke after the show and then you actually went, oh, my God, that's a great idea. I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you what, though. The, it's not a great idea because I never tell an old joke. But one guy did come up to me and, and say that... Uh, you have a good joke? He had a good joke. He what, said what that he's. I was walking my dog, and he said, uh, "He said your you dogs love you." He, uh, I said, "Yeah." He says, uh, "Are you married?" I said, "I said no." He says, "Let me tell you something. Put your dogs in the trunk and your wife in the trunk of your car, and when you open it two hours later, see who's happy to see you." <laughs> 
Sometimes late at night. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I lie awake and uh, watch you sleep. I love it. <laughs> you know what? This is the perfect song. Get it ready again. Get it again and play it. Bring it in some oomph. Okay, here we go. What if this is the joke you tell in your act and then you tell this? So I went to the doctor last week and he asked me, is your daughter sexually active? So I tell him, no, she just lays there like her mother. Sometimes late at night. People in the audience, this is a weird song. I lie awake and watch her sleep. You know, I like this song, but I can't stop thinking of that joke he just told. Guys, oh my God! You know she's guys. lost in peaceful dreams. Hey, so yeah. I hold on, hold on! Oh, I'm going to get this to work. Every time that he starts singing, we be the audience members. Very quiet. Well, it's a weird joke to tell after. I mean, I like that song, okay. but this is the. But it would get worse and worse if the jokes keep coming like that. Yes. Yeah, they have to. Or just... if they build, the first one is not not that bad. But uh, did I tell you the one hey, about the jump rope? Skip oh. it. It sucks. <laughs> Sometimes late at night. You know what I think we need? Pause. I'm fixing this. Hold on. Pause that. Put a little. Can you put a little reverb in our mics to keep his suspenders up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those. And then you come out with what's the number one cause of pedophilia? I'll tell you. Sexy kids. Sometimes late at night. That's a little. I mean, I love this song, but he's making pedophilia. Oh my I god! Where did it get so Well, it's a gorgeous song. Know, we man. went to see Engelbert Humperdinck. He did a rape joke and then started I'll singing. I'll tell you what, though, he mixes it She's up. Lost I actually like the one dreams, about the white of the so frame and wear suspenders and keep their pants up. Then he does this one about pedophilia. It doesn't add up, but maybe the next joke that he tells in between the songs will be more tasteful. And a thought crosses my mind. Little on the drums in the background, you can just uh, okay. Go ahead. I'll tell you the late the late Michael Jackson was excited when he first heard about boys to men. He he thought it was a home Sometimes delivery service. Lit at night. <laughs> I lie awake and watch her sleep. By the way, they do get funny. Uh, no, folks, keep doing it. Do folks. not stop until I'm dying on the floor. <laughs> Let try to kill me. Did you folks. like how I rewrote that one to call him the late Michael Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> Joke was so dated. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Uh, what's the, uh, you folks married out here? Oh, God, I love being married. You know how you can tell if your wife is dead? The sex is the same, but the dishes pile up. Oh, that was cute. That one was cute. I like that. That one was cute. I mean, I wouldn't want to be dead, but it was a lot better than that pedophilia one. Which music? I like I the old the pedophilia music better. Was in the... I like the old music better. Daniel started coming on. We're being the audience. Well, the performer's singing. Daniel, into his mic, is going, folks, folks. <laughs> no, no, no. Show. Who's that? The one of the the guy singing. So There's it can another only... show breaking out <laughs> on the other side of the room. All right, go, give, me, give, me, give me some more. <laughs> I, I mean, there's no, a lot of enough. pedophile jokes. I'm no, sorry. You, yeah, I, you know, before the show, I swear to you, I go, I go. You know what? I I am not one of those people that just. Believe. I, I, everything is funny. I get it, but I went through. Can't <laughs> we do better? Than, let me finish. Let me finish. I go. Can't we do better than that? But then I thought, Daniel, we were both going. Well, it's mocking horrible jokes, legitimately. <laughs> I mean, if you went and Googled Wayne Engelbert uh, uh, Humperdinck, he really does do a rape joke and then sing "Welcome to My World." Then people have to go, well, I, I think I'm okay with it. So let me hear more. <laughs> what, what's the difference between a wife and a girlfriend? Hold on. About 45 pounds. Sometimes later. Oh, honey, I don't feel that way about you. What is this guy talking about? Why would he say uh, that? Well, sometimes no. a wife will put on weight, whereas a girlfriend won't. Will take care of herself. Yeah, I guess that's what he means. Thank you. She's he must have a wife and a girlfriend. Dream, he knows. So I turn okay. 
Go ahead. Give me, give me one more. Oh, can I set the scene here? Yeah. Give me a, give me a second here. May pretend we're in the hospital, right? I'm going to try to see if I can get someone to cry. This is the scene. The guy's in the hospital. His wife. Basically, this story, this song is about he never, he doesn't know if he ever said it sounds so cliche but so true. And at this moment, you realize, oh my god, all that stuff was true. You should let people know. If you love him, and then she's in the hospital, he, this song's playing, the heart monitor's in the background, and, and, and the guy's sitting there next to the bed. Now, really get that in your head. I want to see if I can get someone to go, you're going to listen to it, picture the guy sitting next to her, she's beautiful, he's beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. because that's sadder. Mm-hmm. When, when ugly people get sick, no one cares as much. No. That's not right. They don't put that on TV. No. If you're walking through the park and you see two obese people kissing, you go, oh, you make a joke, oh, I'm glad they found each other. Why? That's horrible. You don't go home and jerk off no, to it. No, no. See, why do you have to ruin a beautiful thing? <laughs> my, my, my making fun of obese people. No, I'm not. I'm not. Here's what I'm saying. So, but if you see two gorgeous people in the park and they're 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 getting married, you go, oh, look at that. But then if they're not, you know, you know, hey, you could. And by the way, if you're thinking, you're going, that's disgusting. He's saying that. Yes, you're right. Love is love. When two people find each other, no matter what they look like, no bullshit, gut truth, love is love. If two people find each other and they love each other, it's beautiful. But with all that in mind, walk through the park. You see gorgeous people kissing. Oh, look at that. They're getting married, kissing. Oh, two people. Let's picture 700 pounds each. You're going to overlook it? Well, I'm high right now. Hard, yeah. I am so high. You guys, I, it'd be hard to overlook it. Okay, I, I don't. I, no, I, you're I, right. I want to erase everything off of this podcast. That, you're right, like but this. I resent Good. the two good-looking people for some reason. Well, you should. Like they're shallow. Really? Well, yeah. You're taking it to no, a no. serious. They don't know they're good-looking. They just live a perfect life. Oh, yeah. And this, in, in my scene, they don't know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. They have no idea. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, they're not that great-looking for this movie. They're just they're average. <laughs> they're like Matt Damon. Better looking than that. I mean, looking than Matt I'm Damon? trying to get tears out of people. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe ben Matt Damon 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I'm high, I'm enjoying it, but I start thinking, is this too silly? Hey, do you want me to tell that Sanford and Son joke? That oh, yeah, yeah, I do. That but, Fred Sanford story? But, yeah, this leads into... This, okay, sorry. Oh, watch, watch this. So, anyway, they're in the hospital room. Monitors, boop, boop, boop. The, he, the song's playing. He's sitting next to his bed. He doesn't know tomorrow if she's going to wake. He doesn't know if he'll ever get a chance to tell this woman that he loved her. What is this a setup to? This is the movie I wrote. Uh-huh. And there's a scene. I want to see if I can make people cry. Oh, okay. Maybe if they're listening. But can okay. you try to get into it a little? Yeah, yeah. Change he, your tone? Two good-looking people once. No, no. The good-looking was a joke. Two oh, okay. people that love each other. I'm, see, that's the but difference they're not between ugly. me. But they're not ugly, they're, right? They're normal. Well, they're, probably, they're average looking. They're probably casted... <laughs> They're okay looking. They're okay. you know yeah. they're yeah. not they're yeah. not drop dead gorgeous. But they're not ugly either. Well, I mean, if I was casting it, I feel like I would. It's not like you would make a special request, but they would know. Wink, wink. Come on. Thank you. You know. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I'd have Colin Quinn. Yeah. With Thank you. Me. Thank on. you. I mean, come on. So anyway, here's man. the scene. Come now on. I have to set it up all over again because I have to go serious. If I'm going to try to get someone to cry, I can't have this 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 talking in between uh-huh. from my setup to the music. It's got to be quiet. So mm-hmm. here's the scene. In the hospital, seriously, forget it's Todd Glass talking. It's this, just let's listen, clear your head. This is sad. He doesn't know if he ever. He, he's like, I used to think about that, and now here she lays next to me, and I know she loves me, and I want to believe that when she goes upstairs or wherever people go, that then she'll know. But I'm not positive. I'm not positive that. Hey, if there's a place she goes and she looks down and she sees how much I love her, I'm happy. She could just also just be gone, and I never told her. Never told her. And she's not dead. She might pull through this. But here's the scene. Sometimes late at night 
Are you picturing it? Mm-hmm. She's lost in peaceful dreams, so I turn up the lights. Oh, honey. Oh, honey, I love you so much. I was in the deepest coma. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. What if they come out of this and they get to an instant argument? <laughs> like, what, what, what if he, like... He, he, if they're all that set up. If they're all that... Hold on, turn it off again. Hold on, I gotta set it up again. You be the... be the. You want to be the uh, wife that comes out of the coma? No, I can't do it. Daniel's okay, Daniel. Better, yeah. So after all that, that's, I gotta reset it up again for this to be good. The minute she comes out of it, something happens and they get into a fight. Okay, I got it. I know okay. exactly what happens. Ready? So anyway... I mean, this no, is no, what's you, you just say, like, you don't know that I'm, like, I'm waking up and this is your piece. Like, say what you want to say. Can you, you have the beep? Yeah, 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 just just yeah. give me the beep. So this is. That really helps. I like the. Yeah. So just you, you, you now, you, you're looking at me and. There's the music all, playing? All the fo- no, there's a, maybe there's music in, 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 uh, in post. We'll put the, oh. they'll put the music in. We're, so we're shooting is, a scene out of context. Yeah, this, this is, is exciting. Is this real? Okay. So you're looking at me and I might, I might be dead. I, you don't know if I'm going to okay. wake up and tell okay. me everything. We've been fighting a lot, but you want to let all the bygones be bygones. Oh, and you're, I'm me. just laying next to you silently. Or maybe, no, you say something. Say no, whatever you want to say no, no, to me, but and you're, then I'll you're, wake up. You're beep, beep, beep. I get yeah. it. Not the music. We're going to okay. put something in post. Or yeah. could we put it in softly now? I'd like to hear what it sounds like. God knows I put yeah. enough money into this beep. show. You can just do the beep? Uh, can you give us the music softly in the background? No, no, no music. Just okay. the beep. Tell me what you okay. wanted to tell me, and then I'll wake up. I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like I, feel like I never told you that. <laughs> I feel like I'm the worst actor in the world when, I, when I'm getting too paranoid. I feel like I should have told you that I love you. And then I thought about it every day, and I thought, why don't I just go home and just, when I go in the house, just say I love you. And then things would happen, and we'd, we'd start arguing over something stupid. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I never got to tell you. Dad. Uh, oh, my God. Dad. Oh, my God. Why are you wearing that shirt? You look horrible. The shirt's leave. You fucking cunt! <laughs> that out of all of it, I she told couldn't you not to let wear that for shirt. A second. Why are you? Why wearing... you look horrible? Oh, I hate sleeve. Oh, I like it. Okay, so guess so. Here's red. Let's do Red Fox going to visit his mom in the hospital. Give me the beeping, beeping. Get that as a constant. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Give me the beeping first, and then we'll do. And you have a Red Fox thing. I want to hear that story. That story, yeah. My show has a flow. You know, this is only the 10th week. I'm still new at this. I'm still new. This, this is, is all fun. This the 10th episode right now? You think I'm thrilled about the pussy thing I was doing in Harmony while you were singing uh, <laughs> Welcome to My World? You think I didn't know that was a... De- but we did it. And if, you're, and if you're with us still, you, you got through it. Maybe you were like, it's a little loud and I like Todd. I'm sorry. I'm learning. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like Blake Wexler is the only one that really understands. I'm ready to borrow. Meanwhile, my character's ready to borrow money from him tonight. <laughs> you know, like I'm such a fucking the kid moves here and I'm yeah. like that low on myself. I go, Blake Wexler's a good guy. Seriously, when you guys all sit there, I always know one thing when I'm, when, when, when I'm coming here to do the show every Tuesday, Friday. Oh, shit, they know! Ah! Um, no, uh, that uh, Blake Wexler is always going to be on my side. Then cut to, hey, Blake, you got a few bucks. Or, or you compliment him just to undermine Daniel. Yeah, let me tell you something about Blake Wexler. That guy knows how to listen. You know, they say if you really want something done, you'll find a way. 
But if you don't give a fuck, you'll find an excuse. Oh, I like that. They also say you want to get something done. This guy over here. This fucking guy. Give it to a busy person. But what if the person is busy because they keep on putting off all the stuff that people gave them to do? I'm confused. They say if you have something to do, give it to a busy person? Yeah. Because supposedly they're very uh, good at getting things done. But but I just pointed out the reason why that's actually not true. fallacy. Right. But you, you'll, you've always had, like, interesting uh, quotes. Oh, look, or... if somebody Googled you today. No, no, we've been friends for over 10 years. Yeah. I'm kidding. Well, I can't make jokes anymore? <laughs> you know those people? No. What, I can't make I'll jokes anymore? What, my, no, you I, can't. I, I don't know. Ears. Why? No, I can't make jokes anymore. Here's they shut me p- down. Here's how pathetic. My, my, my ad got canceled. Here's how pathetic <laughs> I am. As soon as I feel a compliment in the air, my ears perk up. Sure you do. Did you, you know why? Because you. Well, one of the first things you said to me, which was a quote by I think it was Ethel Ru- Roosevelt, but I heard it from you first, was uh, "Luck is when preparation meets opportunity." <laughs> Might have been John Wooden, but yeah. Do you remember? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. There was I, a thing I think, it, I think it's why Tom Brady is such a great uh, quarterback. I agree. He was a third-string quarterback who prepared like he was going to play any second. And he did. That's what I do and every day. I get game. ready to do my HBO special. Ah. I get up. I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. There Every day I get up, I drive. Have a driver take you to the I have, I, have a, I have a town <laughs> I was just car. Picturing that picks me up. <laughs> I drive all the way to where I would, would to the HBO theater. I don't know. Okay, this story I got no more. Over to the old so way. Now, so here's the guy. Give me the boop, boop, boop. And this is Red Fox going in to visit his uh, his uh, I don't know someone in the hospital. Maybe he, would you say let's say his sister. Okay, go ahead. Boop, boop, boop. And now, to, okay, not yet, Mr. Fox. Uh, you can come in now. $500 for a respirator an hour? I ain't paying no $500 fucking dollars for a respirator for an hour. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, what am I doing? Okay, All right, how wait, this, this, he just wakes up. You be the doctor. I'll be Red Fox. I wake up. Ready? Okay. Right. I'm Red Fox or you're Red Fox? I'm Red Fox. Okay. Oh, my God, Doc. What happened? Well, you were in a coma for about a year and a half, and we A year and a half? Fuck that shit. (laughs) No, no, that wasn't... I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball on that one. I panicked. You know why? Because I started doing the black voice, and I panicked about it immediately. (laughs) That's all right. You mean, oh, because you're doing the stereotypical black voice? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. It's all right with this, because he was doing an an over-the-top character, (laughs) I think. I I mean, I don't know. I'm really bad with voices. I've never been to those areas. Here's a a guy... Here's a guy. I live in a nice area. Here's a guy, and he's a writer on, he's a writer on Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and he comes to the meeting. And it's the same thing. The Monday morning meeting. They're going over the script. They're doing the table read. And the uh, writer says, uh, "Hey, here's an idea, guys. Could we not do the thing where uh, Red thinks that he's dying and he has a heart attack this week? Is there any way we could?" Uh, not put that into the script this week. Do you think maybe we're getting a little lazy by having him do the same thing? Elizabeth, it's the big one. Do you think there's any way? I know it's two minutes of the show, and you know we don't have to really work for that. And everybody, every week, shoots him down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good. People yeah, it's like, good. People tune in to see him do the same at thing this point, every that, week. That's what why was, people watch the show. So. Yeah, well, by the way, what was the story you told about Fred Sanford uh, backstage? Okay. This is a show. This is a story told by Bob Einstein, who was Super Dave Osborne. Mm-hmm. I love to, him. To Artie Lang. I love him. 
Mm-hmm. Artie is back and, we, and doing and doing great, and he's and he's doing comedy at the Comedy Cellar in New York. So and and I'm being honest, I've never met a friendlier, nicer, dearer man who is more generous with great stories. Oh, just, I, that's that, book, that book of his is so funny, and that book was awesome. I just awesome. you cannot help but adore this guy, yeah. and and it, it's funny just, just happens to him. Hey, yes. by the way, can I interrupt for a second? I, did you make, did I make this very clear that I live in a nice area? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> All right. Oh God! Look at time. Look at the time. All right. Well, let's Sorry. hear the story. Let's hear the story. So he's he's telling it. Would you story. like any background music in this, or would you like a sound effect? No, I, I think I'm just going to tell it straight, and then maybe we can, of course, figure something out. But Bob Einstein, so he was the executive producer of a show after Sanford and Son was off the air. It was a Red Fox uh, variety show. This was in mm-hmm. the '80s, and Red was supposed to be doing a monologue. And he was late. And he was late a lot. Mm-hmm. So Bob uh, was the executive producer of the show. He was told that he needed to go back into Red's dressing room and, and roust him or mm-hmm. get him get him out there to do the monologue. The audience was waiting. It was his live studio audience. And they were waiting. And Bob knocked on the door. There was no answer. <laughs> Finally, he had to barge in because he knew, he knew Red was in there. And he walked in. And there were uh, lines of coke on a table. And Red was not at the lines of coke on a table. He had his face buried in a hooker's ass. <laughs> and, and Bob Einstein said, uh, Red, we got to do the monologue. And, and Red removed his face from this hooker's ass and said, and I quote, Can a fellow relax? <laughs> <laughs> That's how he relaxes, and I understand. <laughs> oh my God, can I, Why does that? You told me before why I left. That, why, because you know what? He why was being it, honest. He was being earnest. But why does a guy eat a hooker's ass? <laughs> He's relaxing. Because <laughs> he just did a bunch cocaine. of blow with cocaine. Oh my God. Okay, is it okay out there? It looks like someone said it's getting the. Oh my God! It's actually starting to rain. Do you want to stay a little longer till this weather passes? Can I get in trouble for telling that story? No. That's By who? Right? The hooker. I, I hey, motherfucker! <laughs> no, hey, no. It's Gary Goldman. The, the Red Fox I'm estate. The, the Red Fox estate, or, or maybe Bob Einstein would sue hey, me. Listen, here's how I keep the guests here longer. I go, you know what? The rain. You know what? Put it through the speakers. Watch how much better it sounds. So what I do when there's guests here and I want them to stay longer. No yeah. one wants to leave when it's bad rain. No, no, no. I'll, so I hire a guy with a hose and he squirts the front window. And then really I play it like da- this. It's really coming down. Listen, we'll make grilled cheese sandwiches. It'll be fun. You kidding me? It's really coming down. I told him I want more thunder, and that we can never get sound effects. I don't have to be anywhere until ten, actually. Yeah. Over at the Improv at ten. So, I oh my god, it's know. clearing up. I can hang out for the after show. Oh, it was to get rid they, of it. Um, Listen, I got a treat for us. Can a fellow relax? Can a fellow? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, can a fellow? Um. When I listen, I've told this many times. Uh, Dave Rath told a story about he was at a red light and he heard a girl many years ago or a transvestite. Subway, he doesn't know what she was. Platform. Wasn't subway it the subway platform? platform? Is yeah, but, this but, but, the but same the story just, that Daniel did, and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, called mm-hmm. each other for months? No, the mm-hmm. gist of it is that when I go to Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go to Queens. Yeah, so, but I have the gist of it. It, it would yeah. be enough for people to understand. And right. he, he's at a red light and hears someone in another car. That's the way I remember it. And she goes, When I go to Queens, I have a good time. And, um,. So we started uh, thinking, like, who was she talking to? So Gary broke it down, but it sounded like, no, 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 no. When I go to Queens. No. When I go to Queens, I have a good time. 
And then, so we're like, well, who was she talking to? So Gary came who up with Who was she it. refuting with no when They're, I go mm-hmm. to Queens? It was her boyfriend, her husband, whoever her significant other was going, honey, this is a, she's, on, she's on the phone with him. And we pulled next to her. He's on the phone. He goes, honey, we're going to go to Queens this weekend. My mother's moving into an old age home. We're going to help her unload and get comfortable in there. Now, now, when I go to Queens... I have a good time. When I go to Queens, I have a good time. I'm not going to help. I don't want to help. Mm-hmm. An old, and then like, then we figured, okay, she goes, when I go to Queens, I have a good time. But then <laughs> when I go to Queens, I have a good time. So anyway, then you have company and you go, listen, honey, their daughter was, you know, uh, molested in, the, in Queens. She was, she was raped. And, so, and so don't tell that story. There were hardly any ATMs there. Yeah. So don't tell that story. So then she goes, she goes, why can't I tell that story? When I go to Queens, I have a good time. They go, but she didn't. Well, I do. She yeah, can't but, understand that it's possible to go to Queens and not have a good why time. Why would you have a bad time in Queens mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. that one situation? <laughs> but wouldn't you go back and have a better? If I went to the White House and I got a, a, a stabbed, I would go back another day to enjoy uh, Lisa, it. Lisa, can I ask you? <laughs> Lisa, I know we just started dating, and this might be too much to ask you, but would you mind on Saturday coming to my grandfather's funeral Did, with me? When, when we're in Queens. Well, it's in Queens. I, it's no, in when, Queens. You fuck. When I go to Queens, I have a good time. <laughs> okay, how about I, this? I had to tell you that. I, I go to Lisa. Queens Lisa, remember? Oh my God! Why did you? I have to. I have to. I have to bring something up. Why did you get so drunk last night at my grandfather's funeral? <sighs> because when I I told you if I was gonna, when I go to Queens, I have a good time. Well, Daniel, would you like me to share my story? Yeah. Oh, is this going to be a bad story about Queens? Well, I just, you keep saying. Oh, I don't know where you guys go, but when I go to Queens, I have a, a good, good time. time. Well, I well last time you, Gary took you to Queens. I was, I was, uh, I was, oh, I'm I was mugged. my ears. I was mugged. My wallet was stolen. Oh. I got, I got hepatitis from a bad cheesesteak. Okay? Hepatitis is something that they, yeah. they still don't Which have a cure for. Which one did you get? The B or C or B plus or whatever it was. It was a bad case of hepatitis C. This all happened within 24 hours in Queens. And so you, so all I'm saying to you, you may have a, an excellent history you, with Queens. Yeah. I n- nearly was uh, murdered in a, in a mugging. I was in the hospital for two weeks with that. Is this true? The hepatitis, from the, hepatitis from the pepper steak. Well, is, can, I fit, can I get a word in? I understand Absolutely. what you're saying, and I don't. I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't deny that that would not be fun. But I'm just saying, when I go to Queens, I have a good time. And if I were you, I would go back to Queens and have a better time. That way, every time you think of Queens, you won't think of all that crap that you just said happened to you, which I don't even know. I'm good going point. in and out of dialect. It's hard. I know. First, I was, when I go to Queens, I have a good time. And then I'm up here. <laughs> All right, listen. All right. Now, I do have a good time when right, I go to Queens, You want to take a though. quick break? Yeah, when we come, Blake, Blake Wexler we'll back. made something for you. No we'll way. wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have the... Uh, so he made something for you. So so he's going to give it to, to you. Make, I have to make something and then come back, though. You, you, you. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> Actually, it's already made. I just got to get rid of it. Do we have everything? <laughs> when I go to Queens, I have a good time. Hey, I was thinking of something. I might have a show where people write in and I have mean-spirited interventions. Yeah. You know, sometimes somebody at a workplace, you know when there's somebody at the workplace and they're just so mean 
and it ruins people's lives. There's someone listening right now going, yes. yeah, two yeah. seats over. Yeah. And they ride right on the fence. The type of person, let me tell you something. I'm going I'm to let the cat out of the bag, all these people. Ready? If you go up to someone, I've been a little insecure and gone up to a waitress at a comedy club and gone, I, I don't do it as much anymore, but I still do it once in a while. If they're a little cold, I go, I, I go, do you not like me? Or, you know, one of those things. And if they're nice and sweet, they go, but they were just busy and they didn't know. They go, oh, my God, no. Why would you think that? I? And you feel so much better, you know, insecure or not. But here's when someone doesn't like you. Once in a while, I've had this happen. You go to somebody. I'm picturing I've had this happen. I know there's people in the workplace that happen. There's someone there. They don't seem warm to you. So finally, maybe, hey, is there something I did or something? And they go, you know, I'm just busy. I come into work. I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't hang. I fucking die. Yeah. Right. That I'm just bit. How come? Then what's the other person do? Are they wrong? The person that's sweet. One of them does the right way. One of them goes, "Oh my God, no!" And then that's how you befriend somebody. Exactly. And then they, you go, "Oh exactly. no!" And then you, you go, show a little bit of vulnerability, and then they show a little fears. vulnerability. They, yes. That's yeah, what it is. They yes. show a little. You show and vulnerability. This other person preys on your vulnerability and and is and is cold. Right. So if you've ever said that to somebody, if they've asked you. Look, there's exceptions. There's probably one office somewhere where the girl every day goes, you don't like me. You don't like me. And people used to give her love. Now they go, yeah, we fucking like you. And she goes, see, the tide last. No, not you. Not yep. you. Yep. There's always a – but basically, if you if somebody says to you, if you've ever said to someone, no, I'm just busy. I'm not – you know, you're a fucking asshole. All right, there. I said it. I'm not fucking scared. I say what I feel. And let me tell you something. I'm going to have an all-out rivalry with these other podcasts. I'm fun. They're all done. I'm fun. Um, that, woman, that, woman, that woman goes home and says she's fun. The woman who said, I'm busy. And, and yeah, she goes home and she claims to be fun, but she's not fun. She's fun. I'm fun. I got to make a sissy. Gary, we have to wrap it up because when you get back, Blake has a gift he wants to give you. You're okay. going to go to the bathroom. Hold on. Hold bed. on. Everybody stay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Go. Hold on. Hold on. I just want to make sure I got everybody in. So I might do some uh, mean-spirited interventions. Go into offices. Get everybody in a room. Yeah. And maybe we could. Also, if you're a hypnotist. We want to see if a hypnotist can come in. Oh, I had so much more I wanted to talk about. We went to see a hypnotist. I don't know. We'll talk about it on the next show. But um, And uh, Tom Wilson's our guest next week. Oh, super anyway. guy and a, and a very good painter. I don't know if you knew that. A lot of people don't know that, but that is yeah. true. He's a yeah, terrific painter. True. Yeah, he is. Uh, Alex and has some of his... he's had a very long and very uh, colorful co career, and he's yes. fun. And he's in a new show. The newest thing that he's doing, I don't know why we're going through a... a, a, a uh, he's in a new MTV show, and you know what? I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's a... Someone Tom told me... Wilson's Teen Wolf? Show. That's what it should be called. Teen Wolf? No, no. Whatever it is, I know that someone told me they said it. They reminded them of a curb your enthusiasm for kids. I don't know if that person was making sense or not, but that's what someone told me that just saw the pilot. Yeah. And Tom is in that new show on MTV. He also has a podcast coming out on yes. the Network called Big Big Pop Fun. Big Pop Fun. Yeah, that'll be at the end of October. Oh, you can fault another podcast. <laughs> that's like saying another stand up, though. That's how I yeah, feel. I know. The more, the better. I think. Yeah, I think it's right. a great vehicle. I know you're there right. are guys that think that. You know, I remember once in the beginning of podcast, somebody goes. Hey, let me. It's a joke you had in his act. Hey, your podcast. I got news for you. No one's listening to it. Oh, you think? Oh, really? I think a few uh, people would say differently. And I'm not talking about me. I just started this thing nine weeks ago. But I wonder if that person. That's why I don't like to ever be. I bet you that person's not that funny. Yeah, I think they're so cynical. Oh, well, whoever it is. I hope they're listening. And they're like, oh my god, that's me. Well, now you heard something about yourself in a polite way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get it? Because we didn't mean that to be... Okay, so anyway, we're going to take a break. Then Blake's going to come back, and he has a little gift for you. And uh, you know what? Here we go. That. We'll take a break. Yeah. Todd Glass has come to the comedy cabaret. On October 21st, he's going to be there in Bucks County. Yeah. 
In Bucks County at the Comedy Cabaret October 21st Todd, Todd Glass Gonna be there, Todd Glass Todd Glass, Todd Glass Todd, Todd Glass Oh, Todd, Todd Glass Todd, Todd Glass At the Comedy Cabaret October 21st in Bucks County Okay, we took a break. We played a jingle. Nancy Grace's tit fell out. <clears throat> I give the news every hour on the hour. Nancy Grace's tit fell out. Insurance rates hit an all-time low. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> I do a lot of voiceover work. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. It's fun. It's fun having fun. I like having fun. That's what the Todd Glass Show is. It's fun. 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 I'm fun. That cost me $700, that jingle. <laughs> it's worth okay. it. So anyway, we're, we're, uh, uh, I just wanted to wrap things up. We're going to play the sketches next week. <laughs> Here's the sad part, Carrie. To George Carlin. And I say I swear to God for comedic purposes. No, I know. Purposes. I watch. I mean, um, I listen to the podcast. I know you do. Sometimes I'm going to start and doing I'm a this. Friend. How about I'm going to start doing this in the middle of the show? I'll do this. I'll go, oh, my God, Gary, how you doing? Like, I'll communicate through the podcast, and then, and then you call me and leave messages on my phone. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like that. fun. I'm 13. Anyway, I'm a full-grown man. I'm 41. What am I doing? Shut the fuck up, every one of you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> every goddamn one of you. Um, so we stayed in that bed and breakfast and then gary would come out when i was pulling up because i went over to the club to see if it was set up right gary comes out when we're at pj ryan's in philly from the bed and breakfast with a bathrobe he found yelling at me as feminine as he could do <laughs> it was just so funny seeing him on the like we're role playing and having fun but literally there's we're at a bed and breakfast so that really adds to the bit that we've committed to stay at a bed and breakfast yeah. and, and um, then you get you guys sleep in the same bed for, for, the for the bed. For the, for the fun the bed. of there was yeah. the only one We took a shower one time. Bed. For the bed. For the bed. There was only one bed. Gary, we've, I don't know it if... It was I've, nine rooms. For some reason, Todd said there's only one bed. And, and I said, but what about all these some rooms? He said, don't go in there. Uh, I can't get them open. There's no beds. Yeah, yeah the key's cool. missing. They were locked. Yeah, yeah and then, yeah, and then the, about, woman, the woman goes, I have a key to those doors with other beds. And I go, no, 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 no. She's crazy. She doesn't know what she's saying. She goes, no, no, I own the house. I own the house. I have it. No, 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 no. She's crazy. There's only okay. So that was fun when we stayed there, and then um, and then um, we're gonna get a hypnotist. Try to get Daniel to stop smoking. If there's a hypnotist listening, you still smoke? Yeah, I quit. I'm coming up on a year. October 16th. I read a book. Good for you. Can I tell you something? Easy way to quit smoking. Yeah, it didn't work for you. Alan Carr. Yeah, yeah, Alan Carr. Hey, can I say something? The kids that are listening, smoking is the grossest thing in the world. But let me tell you something. You try it once. It. I hate to fucking say it. It's fun. And it sort of is cool if you smoke cool. <laughs> anyway, we have a new sponsor. What if I was, would I take a smoke? Would I take uh, cigarettes as a sponsor? That's a great question. Like, we're all joking about it, but let's say they find out. But you said you that, wouldn't. That, that they would. I think I know the answer to this, and I have to say it's the, uh, look, there's a lot of things in my life that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud of the way I conduct myself. I'm, you know, I try to be a decent person. I'm not perfect, but I am glad to say I thought about it honestly. Could I do it? And the answer would be no. The answer would be no. I, even if I could have fucking, you know, $10,000 a month extra to yeah, just put because, away, because I wouldn't every, do it. Every 10 minutes, you I have couldn't. to stop and go, no, that Folks, I do. Uh, now, God, if I smoked, I tell you? if I smoked, would I do it? Probably still not. Yeah. That sucks. That's a lot of money to give away. Maybe I'd go get help and learn how to take that money and mm-hmm. enjoy it and help people. I think that, that money would help you. 
Yeah, you know what? You're right. You know what? Maybe okay. I would. Here's an ad. Hey, everybody. We got to remind you that smoking, that's how you have to do it because the smoking council says you have to tell them Gary, it's bad for them. That's, Gary, would you ever do a uh, Volkswagen commercial? Of course he would. Why wouldn't he? Oh, because Germany. Oh, that's childish. Germany. <laughs> no, no, not only Germany, no, I but was also right. Hitler. And I, also because it's Gary Goldman, I and I know how I know Gary is a Nazi hunter. Hold on one second. <laughs> so if he if he lived fifty years ago, if he if he if Gary was thirty in nineteen fifty, he'd be out there with uh, what's his name uh, Simon Wiesenthal. Si- Simon Wiesenthal hunting down Nazis. Look, hold on, I don't want to make. He'd be the funny Nazi hold on, hunter. Hold on, I don't want to make light of the Nazi situation. But uh, that Volkswagen thing, I'm pretty sure that an expert that's good with uh, human relations and how much – and by the way, I know people that I love that wouldn't do it. They won't Mm -hmm. buy a German car. People that I love, some friends, somebody in my family, this conversation has come up before. Mm -hmm. But I'm high. So why – did I simplify it in my highness by going, it's childish? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone could explain to me. But to me, that holds on to you. Might go well. There's a lot of there's a lot of German people. I don't care what the percentage is that are more to that get the, the I won't the, date the, a German distra- girl. They get the 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 magnitude of what, what happened, and they te- hold on, hold on, and they teach their children, <laughs> and they teach their children that 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 was exactly what that was. And I know. Then there's a, also another group. For some reason, we've always joked about. They go behind everybody's back. They're German, and they go. Well, you know, you should never kill people, but uh, they was taking the jobs, and you know, they try to explain <laughs> it, and like, because we know somebody. I think that came from. I always had a joke about that, and I told my friend Lynn that, that like, I'm telling you guys mm-hmm. now. He goes, "It's funny you fucking say that because they told a story about a party they went to, and there's one of those guys." But look, I'll tell hold you, on, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just get this out. All that said, I think I'm right. Well, there's on. a lot of people that that know it that. that it's stupid not to buy a car, isn't no, it? No, I, I don't. I, it's pro- it probably is stupid, and it probably doesn't matter. But my question is to <laughs> Gary Goldman specific: Would you do a Volkswagen commercial? It's easy to say no when I'm not being offered it. And it <laughs> you change, are being offered it. Change my. You life. are being offered it, and it won't change your life. It's thirty grand. That's the say, most you'll, you'll make. I'd say it. no for thirty grand. Oh, no. I wouldn't. I take I take ten dollars just to save Volkswagen now. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to send it to me, but I like Volkswagen. Shill of Krusty the Clown proportion. Volkswagen makes a good car, and you know what? It's the truth, and I'm not getting paid to say this. Everybody found out I was. (laughs) (laughs) Volkswagen, my hand to God, has never sent me a red cent, and that is a good quality car. They just do it right. Volkswagen, they're your friend. People go, you sure that's not an ad? No. Volkswagen. Okay, so here, why don't we? Anyway. So, thank you for stopping by. Um, the 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 uh, the sketches are going to be next week. There's two we're going to play. Don't send any more. But I might ask for song parodies. Um, but I'm not sure if I should do that either. So you made, which was very nice of you. Apparently, Gary. And by the way, I like that you're like this too. I think it comes from you really like hanging out with newer comedians, and I know I totally yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. It's like that's why it's fun to work with people like that. I know Daniel's the same way. Like because I feel better than a class. I'll give you the two hours of things that I know about comedy, mm-hmm. and and it'll be it's sort of like giving back because people did that for me, right? Yeah, and also, don't you think it's fun just the sensibility? No matter if someone's been doing comedy for two years, or you've been doing it for twenty or whatever it is, you you just get along. They might not be where they're going to be on stage, but off stage, they're fun to hang Here's out. Here's the with. thing: we're you still don't agree? Pa- we're still passionate about comedy and love it and get psyched and everything like that. And a lot of the guys we work with are not still passionate so about it. Out with, so we have to hang out with people who aren't disillusioned. That's so. That's you know what? Let's not put it that way. People like still, Blake in three years is going to outgrow us. Probably. <laughs> He'll have a show and a writers, and there'll be two types of people. They'll be like that fucking Blake Wexler. I used to have him on my podcast. That guy don't throw me shit. I won't feel that way. 
I defend, I go the other way. People always in my family go, shouldn't they do this or shouldn't they do that? I go, no, it's not everyone's job that has success to, and by the way, a lot of people do. Yeah, to there drag are a lot everybody of, along with them. Of, they, there's, there's a lot of people that do, and some people yeah. say, hey, you know what, and they think of you, so don't act like nobody does, but it's not everybody's job. I, I've defended the there other side. There are very side. few people who are in a position to really help out a friend in, a, in an enormous way. Right. Exactly. And, it, and, yeah. and people would be, I'm surprised that even people in the business don't get that. I could see my aunt saying it, but they're like, what, that show's been on the air for blue 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 years i go yeah they're still fighting to get their character different or they're still no they can't fucking help you it's nice to have people toss you something and it's awesome and it's a treat oh my god all right so i'm brilliant okay so what did you make so you so you're always nice to the new young comics yeah i really do appreciate it last time i saw you was in may at the comedy studio and i was so blown away by your act that i I went out and i I took ceramic lessons and i i uh, I made you hold on say what you did you made what uh, well, I took ceramic lessons, and I knew it would come in handy, and today's the day. All right, I start over you. again, but oh, no, but no, 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 give me less. No, 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 he's really being nice. Seriously, I'm being honest. I, I love you, Gary, and I made you. I put so much hard work into this mug, and it took me years to make. And uh, what basically what I'm trying to say is that somebody put a lot of love into this mug. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got interrupted, and that was very sweet. Wait, hold on, Gary, Gary, hold on, hold on. I think something like this has happened before. Just hold on here. And I think that is so nice what you said to him. You just said, hold on. Can I, can I, I don't like you to lie, even if it seems, even if it seems silly, because I think if you lie about this, you start lying about other stuff. And the same thing happened when you made the, uh, the, the pie for Graham Elwood. You said you, you got a, you got a thing and you made this and you've been, you sculpted Call it yourself. Call me mine or something. Yeah. And then he said, and then you, and that's what you said, but you didn't make this. This is a mug bought at a store. Touch somebody oh, I didn't see. No, you also the bottom where, hold on, hold on. You did There's a say price tag on the bottom. Thank you. There's a price tag. You you said somebody. What are you saying? Somebody put a lot of. Love yeah, you said that at the end, but before yeah, you I said bet. you didn't. You don't remember saying that you made it specifically. I just said somebody put a lot of love. Can you re? Can you replay? Yeah. Are you seriously doing this right you, now? Okay, you've done this. Just listen. Fine. I'm not going to get angry like last time. Play this back. He Gary, says, I know this is a little random. Um, but since we did that show together in Boston a couple months ago, I was just so blown away about how great and how funny you are on stage. I, I went out and I took ceramic lessons. There, right there. And Hold on. I, I bought a pottery wheel. I've been working with all pottery sorts wheel. of clay, uh, all to make this mug this for you. And I've been working on it for the past few months. I, I, I've worked so hard on this, and no, 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 no. I really hope you Listen. like it. So uh, basically what I'm trying to say here is that somebody Listen. put a lot of love See? That's into what this I mug. Said. No, but what about the shit before it? Shut up, Todd! Are you doing this again? Todd, hey, somebody put a lot of love in that mug! You're doing this and you're undercutting me in front of my idol! Are you jealous? Are you jealous that I made a mug? You're out of line. Not you? You're out of line. That's why I did that, Todd? Uh, Because he did something after last comic standing! Torgasm! Kelly! Cook! That other guy! Gomez! You're out of line. Somebody put a lot of love in that mug! Yeah, but you did hold on! You did say wow. you said somebody put a lot of love into it, but yeah. before that you wow. said I bought, I, I made it, mm-hmm. and I put it on a what did mm-hmm. he call no, it? A, a pottery wheel. Just because, just because Todd lost to Tammy Pescatelli doesn't mean that I'm a better comedian than him. Well, you're a better comedian for a whole lot of reasons. I'm gonna fucking tell you. Oh come on, you don't got to do this. Don't start. No, you're, wow, you're gonna, you're gonna hurt my feelings. What? Wow. Okay, for you at the DC Improv, it's not even the main room. You're performing in a closet. With fucking 70 people. All right, that's you rude. Okay, okay, Blake. You can't even Blake. sell it out. Tickets still available. Blake, Blake, honestly, I think you should take can, a deep breath because you're saying some things you might regret tomorrow. Thank you. Blake. For 
Blake, Blake, hold on. I'm glad that Gary likes you, that you like Gary. Love him. You don't got to do what you do. You're out of line. And I know, is this like that Letterman thing you think where they come out and yell at David? And I could give a fuck about you and your quote-unquote career. You goddamn piece of shit with your big goddamn head. You want to know? You have Gary on the show under the guise that he's your guest and your friend. Gary, you one time says about you? I said I was going to have Gary on my podcast. I didn't uh, mean this. It was a- busy. And you said, be careful, Gary doesn't suck up all the tablecloths with his big Jew nose. No, that was okay. Larry King. Okay, no, that was I did just- not say that. that. Are you going to believe this psychopath, Larry? And you said, Todd, who wrote that line? You said, Don Rickles. And I said, of course, because that's funny. And you never said anything funny in your goddamn life. Okay, can I? I got it. Okay. I got to be. This and I'm getting weird upset. Hold on, hold on. Please. I need both of you to just, I don't mean to be rude. Fuck. You, you really, first of all, you can't even do this to your voice. You don't, I thought you were before, like Letterman, they come out and they yell at him and it's part of the show. You don't have to go off on a fucking, but I like you. And I've said this to you last time, but this temper cannot continue on the show. Can I tell you, besides being angry, I want to cry. Because you're, you're tre- a shit comic! Cry! Cry, Todd! <laughs> you gotta fucking cry! You fucking suck as a comic! You can't sell a goddamn special! I'm sick and tired of being an unpaid intern on a fucking podcast that's fourth rated on the Nerdist Network! It's fucking ungodly. Blake, Blake, someone, Blake, and I'm what? remaining calm. You got to watch your fucking Don't mouth. You point at me. All right. Okay, guys, come on. It's getting a little Shut uncomfortable. Up, you fucking <laughs> Whoa. Cossack. Whoa. Shit from a feature act. I'm sick of this goddamn shit. You was on Carson. He's Dale still a host. Fucking years ago, he had to shut his goddamn show down after after Gato appeared on that shit. Blake, uh, what? I, 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 I don't think I don't think I deserve that. I don't think hold, Blake, Blake, don't think because I'm not outwardly being as angry as you that I don't feel that way. And if I have to show a second of it, I will. You are out. Of, you, you watch your fucking cry, mouth. Baby, cry. Wow, Todd Glass. I fucking did crowd work on my goddamn comedy. All right, you said that last time. Let's see. It's still must- true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wrap the show up. We're going to have to wrap yeah, it up this like this. Fine. We've already done two hours and 15 minutes, Blake. I think you should take a deep breath. Think and about... 90% of it was you prefacing fucking shit. <sighs> well, I'm Blake. sorry you don't like this Blake. podcast now. Yeah, oh, Gary, please, go ahead. You had me. Oh, that's a little much. That hurts my feelings. Going, in front of him, you're going to be nice. Now it's gone... Talking. It's gone so far in the other... It was nice when you stood up for me at the beginning, but, but now it's like... Um, it's just mean for the sake of mean. Who the fuck are you for saying mean for the sake of mean? Hey, all right. Hey, I'm uh, on your hey, side. What? Mr. 2000 fucking Twitter followers? Are you crazy? How many albums have you put out? All right, this is all not. All I want for Christmas is Hanukkah. All I want for Christmas is for you to fucking quit comedy, you goddamn piece all of right. shit. First of all, okay, first now. of all, Gary is, has enough depth in him to know that you're hurt. We know the way you really feel about him because the kind things you said. Now he crushed well, you. Hold on, Gary. I'm going to defend him. and mug? Hold, what? What about the mug that he, didn't, he, that he bought? Well, I don't think he made this. The whole this. thing was a lie. A lot of love into that mug. Yeah, what do you but, feel- hey, stop with that, by the way. That trick that you think you can Somebody. do to us. I know, but you said you made it first. And then at the end, I know what you do. You go, so what I'm basically saying is somebody put a lot of love into it. Like, that gets you out of your lie. I'm not lying. Somebody put a lot of love in that fucking mug. How do you... <laughs> I'm... 
All I right. gotta wrap the show right. up, Blake. Right. Blake, I'm seriously. Uh, you're, you do have to get counseling. You can start yelling at me again all you want. You know, you I want. told you that 2,000 Twitter's following in, in confidence. Fuck <laughs> 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 out! Uh, well, there you, you bring, go, folks. For you to bring it out here. Long-form comedy. Everybody, you it's been fun. That's uh, I'm gonna. We're going to talk to Blake Wexler off the air. Tom Wilson is our guest next week. Oh, man, that's... I know that's a little, that's a stressful way to end the show, but um, have a, have, have, it's, I'm a little bit shaken. I'm, I'll see you next week. I'm, I'll see I, you next I, week. <laughs> I'm a little bit upset, but I mean, let's, we're fine. Play okay. some song. Can, can you play that song to end uh, Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie? I think that'll put me in a better mood and then we'll go to commercial. We'll go, we'll leave on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now leaving Nerdist.com.